I need that shit to be popping, bro. Yeah, pop that <laughs> shit. We need to hit him in the smack face. Smack him in the, smack him face, in the face, man. Yeah, 100 That fucking song starts off like going 180 miles a fucking hour. I'll tell you a story about that one time. <laughs> if Fast and Furious was yeah. a song. Yeah. Hello, everybody, everybody. Hello, and welcome to We Synced It. Yes, it's a weekly podcast that focuses on all the movies, TV, and entertainment in between. I am one of your hosts, Pat. And this is Kev. And this is Josh. And today we've got a special guest joining the podcast. We've got Ralph. Wait, is everything okay? Because I see you looking at the monitor. No, no, no. I'm just about to hit this. (laughs) (laughs) From Miami Lighting and Grip. Well, welcome, Ralph. How's everything? How's it going, guys? Thank you for your invite. Thanks, Pat. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I'm feeling a little bit of deja vu. Are yeah, you guys? It is a lot. Of, yeah. Yeah. We're Madam Webs over here, if you will. Uh, <laughs> inside but, uh, joke. Yeah, it is an inside joke. But the song that you guys are listening to is by Silvio Morea called Yellow Diego El Pavo. This is a song that uh, it was just brought to me. Uh, last night by Kevin, and uh, he said that we definitely got to play this shit for our Thanksgiving Day episode. Whoop whoop, yeah. Which we are on right now, which uh, Ralph has graced us with his presence on the Thanksgiving Day uh, episode. And I know Ralph from set. He is he has one of the biggest uh, well-known lighting companies in South Florida, and once again, the world. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just don't know about him yet because you guys are not y'all not in the trenches. Y'all don't know about the Illuminati. That's why. But uh, Ralph, so uh, tell us about yourself, man. Yeah, man. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, I mean, uh, I know Pat from from sets or you know like filmmaking sets. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, was it la- last week we were yeah. on, on a job and, and, you know, we usually don't have a lot of time to like uh, to talk amongst ourselves. We're usually like uh, moving from one place to the other, barely have time to sit down. And um, we were doing like a food spot and we were just there, you know, waiting for the picture or the food to be cooked and, and taking pictures of it and all these things. And we had a lot of a lot of stuff moving around. So we were just in one location, and then we just got to talking with uh, with the AC, with the assistant camera, mm-hmm. Alex and Pat and stuff about different things that we liked from the old days, the old movies and, and culture and all these things, you know. And how I, you know, I'm very, uh, like, I, I, don't, I don't mind if I hurt your feelings about things that I like, and, and I, I hope that, that you tell me, you know, that I, I love not agreeing with somebody, you know, yeah. like, I, I love not following, like, the, you know, I'm not going to follow just something because that you, because you, you like it, you know, mm-hmm. like, I, I love that you like it, and I love that, that, that I like something else, and we, we, we can share that, you know, so, I, you know, I, I think that's great. That's a strange take to take nowadays, because yeah. usually now people find it, <clears throat> I'm not sure, people find it offensive if you don't like what they like, because they think that just the, that's yeah. a shot at your character. But I I do agree with you 100 yeah, percent like, exactly yeah, yeah like just just before we before we started rolling you know I I you know brought up how the first Hulk was just terrible yeah and you know those are hurtful words you know like to say like some sometimes we might have to professionally I guess in the industry sometimes we might have to tone down a little bit of that mm-hmm. and uh, you know use some choice words and stuff like that because uh, sometimes you don't know who who worked on something or true, who who true. really likes it and stuff like that but you know in a case like this where we're just putting our our thoughts on on on, you know on what? I'm going to have to yeah. disagree with you. <laughs> I think that we need to keep it just straightforward because if we're not honest about stuff, then crap mu- movies get made. Yeah. 
No, Madam Web, for instance. Crap movies are not necessarily a bad thing. I I I think that crap movies they they you know they build on a following, I guess. And I mean, but they have to be so bad that they're good, you know. <laughs> they right, have, there is a fine line. There is a fine there's line. There is a fine right? line. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, it's like it's, it's a horrible, but it's like man, there's something about this that's yeah, yeah. And, and the movies, you know, the movies that I remember from when I was a kid, you, know, you look at back in some of them now, and you're like, man, this is a terrible movie. But, but you know, you but there's something in it that makes it great, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, some you know, I mean, like this this trailer we just watched, <laughs> yeah. a little depressing. <laughs> we, we just finished uh, watching Madam Webb's trailer. Um, they they haven't seen it for the, they're watching it for the first time. And uh, they didn't know what me and Kevin, because we've seen it previously, and we said that, now nah, this movie doesn't look like it's going to be it. And they were like, no, nah, st- we're still going to watch it because they haven't watched the trailer yet. As soon as they watched <laughs> it, their whole, like, idea of it changed their mind. Because uh, what's her name? Dante, what's her name? Dakota Johnson. Dakota, Dakota Johnson. <laughs> Dakota Johnson, uh, her acting is not is not there. Um, this yeah. is my first time ever, like, actually paying attention to her. Uh, I just know her as... Um, the ass eat girl from HBO show, <laughs> which we talked about uh, previously. Christ. Just take this a look. This is not Dakota Fanning. <laughs> no, okay. no, Dakota Fanning is a national treasure. Um, I don't even think she's from United States. Is she a Canadian? No, she's no. she's American. Is she okay. acting? Well, I mean, her name is Dakota. So. <laughs> I haven't seen a Dakota Fanning movie. Twilight. In years. Twilight was the last time I saw nah, her. I think that was the last time I saw her too. Yeah, she's not acting. We miss you, Dakota fan. But her, but her sister, her sister, her sister's her sister blowing sister up. Is, yeah, her sister is. Yeah, you know, it's the whole lineage stuff in in Hollywood and acting. Scene. Yeah, it's like uh, maybe she's smart. Maybe she's just stepping aside so that doing some producer Dakota stuff. Johnson can hit all these horrible movies, <laughs> knock some of these. Oh my god, <laughs> she misses some bullets, man. They're like, okay, we can't get Dakota Fanning. Let's hit Dakota the, Johnson. The movie doesn't look promising. It looks like it's going to be like uh, I said. This is going to be like Morbius. Um, Oh, I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> it isn't promising, well, right? Ke- Kevin said it might look like a CW show, which is which is like uh, just insulting to the CW because I like the uh, what was that show? Uh, uh, Flash? Uh, no, not Flash. The other one, uh, Arrow. 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 Yeah, Arrow. Arrow was pretty Arrow good. was good in the first two seasons. I, I say first three seasons. I just feel like their cinematography is so bad. Like yeah. it just it feels like a TV show. Yeah. Like it, it doesn't. Yeah. They, they have no appreciation for, like, good Well, I think that's just money. I think that, you know, sometimes, like, TV shows are inher- inherent, like, to fail at a certain point because they have, like, money for the for the intro of the season and then the outro or maybe the mid-season finale. But then every other episode is just, like, two people just talking feel, to each other. Yeah. You know, it's just talk, 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 you know. Just I mean, play by beat, especially damn. when they had like a that twenty-four is, episodes. That is accurate, right? It's that like I mean, accurate. like like every like I mean, I I watched every single you know episode of The Walking Dead because I, I mean I recently just finished it because it's been years and I said, man, I invested so much time into this show, might as well finish it. Mm-hmm. And then you know I'm like, yeah, I mean it's the same thing. Every season starts, it's amazing, and every season finale is amazing. But every episode, the meat of the episodes are just two people talking to each other, walking yeah. down the road or whatever, and nothing really happens. It's just because they don't have the budget to put together like these huge explosions on a, on a you know, like right. a, like I don't a, think like a movie. any show really has that kind of budget. If no, you think about it. No, like I know they say that. Uh, well, well uh, um, Stranger Things, right? Yeah. Like, those actors are making, like, million dollars an episode now, right? Yeah. And to think about it, that's just paying the actors. Now you got to think about, like, the actual productions and stuff like that. Yeah. Maybe it's not a million dollars per, like, department, but, I mean, I think it's pushing. Yeah. 
pushing like a million dollars per department and to do that for every episode for six for eight episodes or shit even like uh the yeah. cw show when it's 24 episodes yeah a million dollars an episode for 24 oh yeah. my god fuck it yeah so no, I, I think that it. they have to save <laughs> I, I think they get the budget i mean i'm i'm, I'm just speculating but mm-hmm. that's where you get these episodes that are very memorable like let's say there's an episode oh, this is the episode where they where they were locked in in like a place for the whole episode i think that they have to come up with these awesome ideas so that an episode can just cost like nothing and then they can take mm-hmm. the budget from that episode and put it on this episode if they want to do something else so mm-hmm. they come up with those quirky writing solutions i guess i mean i don't know um no nah, i agree with you yeah no maybe that's why shows that are like um what's that show mind hunter that yeah. was on uh netflix right that's a great show it was yeah it was a great show um Maybe that's why they stand the test of time because those shows it doesn't seem like they put a lot into like post work, yeah, or anything like that. It's like, oh no, nah, there is a lot of work in there because they make that shit look vintage as fuck. Like yeah. they gotta get the cars, they gotta rent the cars, they gotta do all that other stuff. It was an expensive show. They didn't yeah. want to continue because it was too because much money. It was too expensive. But you know what show stayed, other than Mine Hunter? What's that show? Uh, what's that show? Uh, so Riverdale. I'm 16 and <laughs> I'm a virgin. What's the name of that show? Um, Euphoria. Nah, it was on Netflix. Oh, it was on Netflix. It's a Netflix Bro, that show. That sounds like every Netflix show. <laughs> that sounds like every no, Netflix show. No, what's that show? tall girl and the blue and the blue beetle? What, what's the name of that fucking show, man? I'm a tall girl. Tall girl. Oh, that's it. <laughs> yeah. that, that show, that movie stayed around tall for a long girl. time, man. I love what you said. It's with the tall girl and the blue beetle, and he was not on that show. Whatever, man. He was on Cobra Kai, which is another Netflix show. Oh, you yeah. see, they're all blended, bro. It's all, they're all blended. What, whatever. It's like, it's it's rough, man. It's it's rough seeing my shows that I'm like, yeah, man, this show, this look, this show got legs. Yeah, and then this show doesn't make it, but yeah. a show that's like a, that tall girl movie or whatever gets like, oh, we're on the third one, we're in the third one movie, and it's gonna be a, it's gonna be great. What happened? Is she gonna get taller? <laughs> Is she gonna be like Godzilla just going yeah. around the city and shit like that? Which, by the way. <laughs> I would watch that. <laughs> <laughs> she gets tall to the point that she just like she's just it's like honey, I blew up the kids kind yeah. of thing. Oh yeah. Oh man, like, I would love that. Oh my god. I'm not saying that they should do it, but why not? Right. And and get a what's what's that dude's name? Adam Sandler to direct Adam it, Sandler no, don't, to write it. Don't do I that. I wanna hear yeah, yeah. I wanna hear that shit in there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Ralph, uh, so tell us. Okay, we we we've had plenty of filmmakers on the podcast. We've had directors of music videos and films. Uh, we don't get a lot of the behind the scenes people that really are responsible for bringing these productions to life. Which is kind of like where you come in. Okay, you are you you are the person responsible for supplying the ammunition, the the arsenal mm-hmm. for making these productions come to life. Yes. Tell us how you put together your company and how that all started. Uh, man, yeah, that's a heated question. Um, <laughs> I, I, uh, I started, I think, I think it always was there, you know, from when I was a kid because when other kids were just, like, doing, like, mundane stuff that kids would do, like, my idea of a good time with my friends, even when I was, like, at least 11 or 12 or 13, it was just steal my dad's, like, video camera. Mm-hmm. And, like, there was a, I remember there was a construction site near our house and we had, like, a clubhouse uh, where we, like, stole, like, different, like, couches that people threw away, chairs and stuff like that, and then we, like, start bonfires. I mean, like, this is, like... With the couches and stuff? Well, no, just with wood and oh, stuff okay. like that. <laughs> um, and then we we would also, like, uh, like uh, on the weekends, like, shoot these little horror movies in these houses that were in construction 
with our buddies and stuff like that at night with flashlights, flashlights. And then I, um, I developed, I mean, I, it's not, I didn't develop it, but I would like take two VCRs, uh, and like, you know, do like a deck to deck editing with them, mm. you know, like they, it was all like, so, but I didn't know what I was doing. I, I, I know, I mean, I knew what I was kind of doing, but I didn't know what it, what it was, you know? So like from there, I, I like, it didn't have a name. You're just, yeah, I, exactly. Yeah, like that. Like there were things that, you know, I mean, I knew, like I knew movie, like I, I knew movies had credits cause I really love credit sequences in movies with the music and the names and stuff like that. Mm. So like we would print out like the papers on a on an inkjet printer and then lean him against the chair and then do the in-camera transitions mm. uh, and play like a music from a boombox. Like, you know, like there was no way, you know, there, there was no editing. At least I didn't know anything that could edit, you know. I didn't even know what editing was. So then, you know, that, that evolved, I guess, when I got older and then I saw that, that movies like had all these things that, that were just custom made for the movies. You know, the tools that we work with day in and day out and stuff like that and, and uh and you know, I, I was kind of like uh, on the fence of like where I was gonna go to college. Like I didn't, I didn't want to do anything at that time. Like I, I knew that I wanted to be in some kind of like uh, movies or, or I mean, briefly, I thought that I wanted to be in game design. But you know, that's all like math and stuff. I guess mm-hmm. that drew me away from that. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> math, yeah. math, yeah. It's yeah, just, yeah. it's just a whole bunch of numbers. Like yeah. it, when a character's running on screen in the video game, that's just nothing but numbers and, and math and <laughs> and just some weird language. It's not fun at all. Um, so you know, so like the movies were the second thing to me because like movies, like I mean, and you know, I, when I played video games, the video games to me, I, I loved one person video games, especially that told a story and and it, you know, I was not like a multiplayer person. I was more mostly like just locked like in my RPGs room, yeah, RPGs thing. and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I was more so I knew that I liked the video games for the actual story. Um, so then the movies were in the same way. So then I, I you know, I, um, eventually I went to Full Sail, obviously. Uh, and, you know, I, I mean, but when I went there, I discovered that, that, um, that this whole thing that happens behind the scenes to me was great because I, I never wanted to be a director or, or an editor or anything like that. I, I knew, I mean, I knew that I wanted to be in the camera, um, you know, because all for the, for me, like one of the major art forms is in the movies. I guess is the you know, where you know the camera in that department and stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. but then we get introduced to all these tools and the lighting in itself. You know, which is what I do for a living. Um, it's just fascinating, you know. But I didn't grow. I didn't grow up in the business. Like I wasn't around it. Like I, there were rental houses and people here doing it already. I just didn't have the luxury of knowing somebody who worked on it already and I can be like, oh, let me go shadow you. You know, like I discovered that as soon as I went in my first day of film school and then I was obsessed by it, you know. Mm. It was like live, breathe, and eat, uh, you know, just filmmaking in a sense. Um, and then, uh, yeah. Um, so so how was it uh, going to Full Sail and, you know, uh, for people who don't know about Full Sail, they have, they're not like a traditional like film school or anything where, you know, Classes start at eight o'clock and then it finished around like ten or eleven. You guys were like yeah. twenty four hours. Oh, like yeah. you have a class so at twenty four hours. Yeah, yeah. So twenty four hour school. Um, they, um, I, uh, I liked the system. I, I liked that it wasn't going to take like four years to do something. And I, you know, like some of my friends that were going to other film schools. I mean, not not AI or something. Just like a like you can a, talk about you can talk you can talk about AI. Though. No, I mean, yeah, but AI, <laughs> AI AI I think has a more a more similar system to full sale, except it's not twenty four hours. I'm talking about like the like the FIU's and okay. the F, you know yeah. like the actual the actual universities yeah. or whatever. Where it's more like lecturing. Yeah, where it's more lecturing mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like you you'd have a class like on Wednesday 
that met for like four hours and then like that was the only class you had that week and then you had to wait that's why it took mm -hmm. four years like it it I, it seemed to me like i didn't want to waste any time uh because i knew what i i knew that i wanted to be in filmmaking i just and the and i didn't look at full sale as that but but i love the fact that i can get done with it in two years and and it's off my plate like it's just uh, let's get this you know you know like in the matrix like you know when he's like you know, he gets, like, jacked in, and then he, like, yeah, you can just down. No that's what it stuff. felt. That's what it felt to me. Like, I just don't want to waste time, you know. And, you know, I, I I moved out of my parents' house for, like, the first time. So it was, like, you know, I wasn't used to that and stuff like that. So, like, I, I didn't know what to do. Like, even even sometimes when I didn't have anything to do with my time, I just didn't know what to do with my time because I was, like, young. Like, a lot of people went to Full Sail, like, this is, like, their second degree or something like that. And they were, like, adults. Like, for me, I, you know, I couldn't even drink the first year I was at Full Sail. So, like, it was either school or do nothing, you know. Um, so I liked the, I liked the way that it was like, you know, some of my labs like were like at midnight or like at 5 a.m. in the morning and, mm -hmm. and I was just trying to take all the knowledge in as much as I could. Like if there was something that I could do outside of my classes, like I would totally do it. You know, like I, I ended up like being the gaffer on all the other movies that weren't even my own movies. I mean, not being the gaffer, but working on the lighting. Mm -hmm. You know, everything that I could, you know. Um, and it, I think that propelled me forward to, like, working in the industry because I had that, like, I wanted to work. You know, I wanted to make it work. And, and um, you know, at the time I wanted to be a cinematographer, I guess, like, everybody. I would say, like, a lot of percentage of people that go to film school want to be a cinematographer. But, you yeah, know. I mean, everybody aims high. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> and, uh uh, you know, like I got mad because there was a 60 millimeter project. I mean, this is when I went to film school, we were shooting real film. There was a 60 millimeter project that we had to put in a, uh, uh, almost, they served it as a, um, as a, like, you know, like you put your resume down and, and you get picked on that. And then I put my resume down and, you know, you have to make it and do all that stuff. And, uh, you know, I, he said, well, you're going to be so the you gaffer. you have to get hired. Yeah, you have to get the, hired. In a school project. And it's, exactly, like you had yeah. To, did you yeah. dress up nice? Did you do the time <laughs> shit or no? <laughs> no, well, you had to go in there for an interview like that. It was everything. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I made this portfolio. Like, I had a cousin of mine. Mm -hmm. And we went and we took pictures and stuff, like, very artistic shit. And, and then I put together some of the movies that, that I had worked on because there was a documentary that I had done previously mm -hmm. and, and a music video. Because we were, we were, I mean, even while we were doing school projects, there were other things that we were doing in the community or, or in the school. Yeah. Uh, because the school also had, like, a, a recording degree. So sometimes we would, you know, help the recording students. Like, there was a project where they had to do a music video. So they, they you know, hire or hire, you know, kids or, you know, people who were going to the film program to help them out. So we, we'd work on some of that stuff. So I got to shoot a little bit of stuff here and there. But then, like, the professor chose me to be the gaffer, and I was so mad. Um, like, I was genuinely mad. Like, I thought I had it in my pocket. You know, I thought, it, like, I, you know, I, I did everything. Like, yeah. I was trying to be artistic and use big words and, and you know, and all that stuff. And, Just the big words, bro. Yes, the big words, yeah. And, <laughs> and, and, you know, I had a fascination with Hawaiian shirts, which I still do. Mm -hmm. and, I feel you, man. Yeah. It's, uh, so the guy i mean this is outside of the outside of the thing but the guy who ended up being the dp is a guy called pj and i wherever he is today i totally respect him but he was uh he was going out with this colombian girl in the class one of the only girls and that's we used to call full sale full male because there weren't any <laughs> <laughs> there weren't any girls in the class mm -hmm. there were like maybe like i mean even, like a few years before that there probably none when i was there there were probably like like 10% it was like one out of it was one like, out of twelve, yeah, one out of twelve, thing. something like that. Yeah. So this guy had like this girlfriend who was in the class, and when they they you know I guess he had money or something whatever, so they would like go away on the weekends mm -hmm. and travel out of town, and I would like feed their cat. Mm 
Um, one day I kind of wanted to strangle their cat because he was he got picked to be the DP and he was a, he was an asshole. I mean, I, I'm sure he's a nice guy today, and hopefully he's, he's in the changed. industry. Yeah. yeah, but you know, it, it was just none, none of my decisions. Like you know, and I didn't know what I was doing. I guess I Bro, was just you, you were you said you couldn't even drink at the time. So yeah. I don't know, 18, 19? Yeah. Bro, no, I remember I did I my first... somebody, too. On the, 19, yeah, exactly. <laughs> on that movie, I did my first 20-hour day, and I remember I went into my car, and I cried. Like, I didn't cry, like, out yeah. of sentiment. You know, I just cried. Like, I like I felt like I was born again. Like, I, yeah. I was so I was so filled with, like, uh, with adrenaline. It's yeah. like, when you know, when you get that feeling when you make a project... Now, I don't mean, like, working for a living and, like, working on a set or whatever. Mm-hmm. You just have to do these food spots or whatever. I mean, it's yeah. exciting. You get to do what you do. But, you know, when you get to work on something... And it's nothing to do with the money. It's just you, you get to work on something that you believe in. Yeah. And, and you feel good about it. And, you're, you know, even if you're doing it with your friends and stuff, who you... Who you it's who, like... Uh, it's yeah, that, it's um, like you get filled with all that love, you know, that film that love. that Will Smith uh, yeah. Pursuit of Happiness cry yes. when he got the exactly. movie. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I finally... <laughs> I finally I discovered cry, that, that this is something that I could do. And, you know, through that process of that professor, you know, saying, hey, you're going to be the gaffer. Like I, I, like, I learned so much out of it, and it was amazing. You know, like that, it, it, in hindsight, like, I, this is what I do today on a regular basis. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, it made me profitable, I guess, you know. Like, it, it, we, we, we do all right. And some, some months, you know, some months we don't, but... But we stay afloat. I mean, we're we're just like a business, like any other person. Like, yeah. you know, like my dad does gutters and downspouts, and you know, we put the lighting in the commercials that you see on TV. You know, like it, it's a niche market, but somebody has to do it. So, and how? What were the first steps into creating your own company like that? I mean, I, I it didn't, it didn't, it definitely didn't start overnight. I mean, uh, I, I never thought about owning a company where we do something like that. It was just where I was already shooting different things around town and music videos and short films. And a lot of it was unpaid, and, you know, for nothing for friends. And um, I, uh, I think I got this one political job. Uh, excuse me. Uh, and um, I remember that they wanted to, to rent a couple of things from us and whatever. And I had like four C stands and before I was just doing camera work job. Now we were doing the camera work and the lighting mm-hmm. and I got like a budget and the budget was a thousand dollars. And remember I was either working for free or I was working on, on features, low budget features for like, you know, maybe 150, 200 a day at mm-hmm. best. Like the most I was paid at the time was 200 a day on payroll, which they're going to take money out of your, your pocket. Yeah. And it was terrible, terrible conditions, you know? <laughs> Um, so the fact that I got a thousand dollars a day to go to some ballroom and light this politician and shoot him for like six hours, that, I mean, that was like, I mean, like that was no brainer. So I, at that moment I'm like, yeah, we have to put this into, so I bought a little van, a little Astro van and I try to buy as much, you know, like people were selling used shit out there and I try to put it together. You know, I wasn't focused on, on owning like big, like a big, you know, you know, like uh, overhead or anything like that. You know, it was just like me and I'll supply some stuff and we'll go shoot a music video. We'll do this, we'll do whatever. And I didn't know what people were charging. I mean, I was so far removed from the industry. And some of these guys that came up to me and said, oh, yeah, how long you been doing this? I never heard of you. It's like, yeah, I mean, because I was in a totally different ballgame from these guys who were doing it for a long period of time. Yes. And then little by little, like I, I, I think I ruined two of my mom's vans. Uh, One, yeah, my mom always had a minivan. One, she had a 98 Dodge Caravan one time, and, and we put so much gear in it, so many sandbags on it, that the axle in the back broke in two. 
on you know 95 and 125th and and my dad came over with his pickup truck and he said well you ruined it so we take took the license plate off you know mm-hmm. and we put a sign for the tow truck driver and said yeah just just take you know we just left it there we put the gear in the back of my dad's truck and and we went and we we did the job you know like it was fine we, i never saw that car again <laughs> wow. well you ruined it yeah i took the license plate yeah and then you I, know the vin number is there too right <laughs> i never saw it again and then the second one was another man who, who I had to give my mom like five thousand dollars or something like that, mm-hmm. and then she bought like a Chevy Ventura or whatever. And mm-hmm. we were on our way to to we were on our way to Jacksonville, and around Titusville, you know, up up there, past Vero Beach, it you know it died. Uh, just I, crapped it out. just crapped out. I guess I guess like we I don't know what I don't remember what it was or something, but it like completely. Dude, was overheated. it like a? I've I've had cars die on me before. Yeah. And when that coasting that you, yeah. that you go through, when you're like, oh, yeah. it's the most terrifying feeling. Yeah, in the world I think because we like, were going straight so so long. I remember the serpentine belt went, but I didn't know. So the car overheated and almost caught fire. Because we we you know we, we would have known if if we had to brake or if yeah. we had to like turn, but we didn't know because the you know we the, you know these cars were terrible. So at that moment, I thought, oh man, like maybe I should focus on getting like a van or a truck that can actually handle the weight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we carry sandbags and weights and and you know C stands and all these things. And they weigh stuff. So then I started looking around and and then I realized I had to get a bigger van. You know, put like a lift gate on it. Mm-hmm. You know, like and I was a little bit more familiar with some of the rental houses that were in town. Because uh, I didn't own a lot of stuff. Like sometimes these, I call these the dark days of making money. Because sometimes you get a budget. Say the budget was like two thousand dollars for like you and and the lights. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I didn't own anything the DP wanted on the list. So I was sub renting like fifteen hundred dollars mm-hmm. of the whole lighting list to you know to to that production. But they thought it was mine. But I was just going to like Magic or Unique or whatever and like sub renting. And I never asked them for a discount. I never did anything like I was never. I just didn't know how to go about that. Like I didn't even know that that was a thing. You know, I mean, I knew like rubbing elbows and stuff like that was like a thing, and like greasing the wheels. Yeah. I mean, I'm Cuban. I know that, but but I I would never. You weren't, dare. Part, of, you weren't part of that inside group, so it was like yeah. you didn't want to yeah. be the outside guy just asking exactly. for a handout kind of thing. Yeah, I got you. And, and you know, and sometimes I got to rent like a grip truck from them. And one time I got a phone call from Mike. Uh, who was just starting a unique, and he said, hey, you guys even use the stuff in the truck? And I had organized it so well after the job mm. that, that they thought that we didn't use a, a single damn thing. <laughs> I was just trying to be perfect, you know? Now mm-hmm. I like, don't give a shit, but, but, you know, like, it was that. It was like, um, how, do you, how do you make this work, you know? Well, how, how do you imitate, you know? Because, you know, I mean, most of the stuff is just like, you know, like, what, what's that saying? Like, uh... Uh, like, uh, fake it till you make yeah, it. fake it till you make it. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. You know, and then little by little, you start asking questions. Hey, how much are you getting on this job? And they're like, oh, it's like, then I realized it's like, man, like I was charging like $400 or $300 and stuff. I should, you know, with my experience and you start comparing yourself. You're like, yeah. oh man, like, um, you're coming up and you're like, oh man, I'm better than this guy who's been doing it for 10 years. And, and, uh, and I'm charging like $200 less than him. Like I, I'm at that level already. I should start at least charge what he charges, you know? And then, I mean, that, that's like a no-brainer. And then it, it just got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And it, it went from my parents' garage and, you know, my good friend Jay Shropshire, mm-hmm. who, you know, who we know. He's, shout out, Jay. Yeah, shout out to Jay. He's amazing. You know, we, we met. Uh, we, he went to Full Sail, too, but we, we didn't meet in Full Sail. We met on a movie called Girls Gone Dead, uh, which you should see. 
It's uh, yeah, we it was shot here in 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 Jupiter. Let's see if I can look it up. Yeah, you okay. should you should look it up. So girls gone dead. Girls gone dead. Yeah, and Continue. the movie had so many. Uh, it has so many teams. Like I think the movie started with a crew, <laughs> and then that crew got fired, and then and then like Jay, I think was the DP. Oh I was God. the second unit camera. At Beetlejuice some point. was on this movie. Yeah, Beetlejuice in that movie. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> uh, I I drank one night with uh, with uh, Jerry the King Lawler. Who was in that movie too? What? It was crazy. It was a crazy movie, but and, you know. So in, in that movie, um, uh, but you know, Jay, Jay uh, you know, he they came to the point where Jay had like a little trailer with equipment that he had bought, just like I had. I had a little van. He had a little trailer, mm-hmm. and he he was like servicing the movie. And like I remember, like there was like if we, you know, like we were just working with what we what he had. You know, like it wasn't like that complicated. It was just this is this is the stuff that they had, and this is the stuff we just made it work. So from there. You know, we eventually we got bigger trucks, and he moved into a warehouse, and I moved into a warehouse, and you know we started doing this little by little. We grew and grew and grew and grew, and everybody like specialized into their own thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it came from nothing, you know. It came from absolutely nothing. See, that's a beautiful fucking story, man. And I, you know, I like the whole like fake it till you make it because yeah. I used to be uh, a person like, no, I'm not faking anything. You know, what I mean, yeah. if I ain't got it. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't got it. But then I realized that a lot of people do that fake it till you make they. It's like uh, it's like that improv shit with yeah. the yes and. Yeah. Even if you don't even have the yeah, answer, exactly. people are saying yes and yeah. I can give you this and I can give you that. Like I, I see that uh, you and Jay, what y'all do is like um, like let's say that the DP is like, oh, uh, I need this kind of light or something. Yeah. And you ain't got that light, but you're like, you know, I got one better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got one better that's going to give you more light. It's going to make it look uh, just as good. And, yeah. You know, you just it's go outside part, and you do it's it. It's part being a salesperson mm-hmm. and part being a good technician and part being a good storyteller and, like, you know, kind of winning the people and putting them in their pocket. I mean, mm-hmm. some, sometimes you can't work with uh, – some. sometimes you just, you know, you're just there to do a job. Some Sometimes they don't allow you to, like, even have any say or whatever. Yeah. You're just like a worker bee, which is good, too. You'll take money home. But uh, I mean, it, it 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 it's a challenge, you know, because like at least when you're like in other departments, uh, I mean, I guess it's the same and it's not. But at least in the department that we're in, we're supposed to be, you know, physically there, but also smart about mm-hmm. what we're doing, you know. And and a lot of times we have to lie well, to you people. You guys are dealing with fucking electricity, you know. What I'm yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, sure. You know, and and yeah. a lot. And this is what we call the new electricians these days. And we mm-hmm. we laugh about them. You know, we laugh about we call them. You know, we laugh about them. Because they, you know, back in the day we used to run, it was just a lot of hot lights, like tungsten lights. And, uh, I mean, I got the tail end of that, and, and it was like, I mean, we were running big generators and running power and doing all these things. And, and I, you know, nothing, I'm not going to say names or anything like that, but the people that taught us, or not taught us, the people that yelled at us so that we can learn were not, like, role models. Like, I, th- I was talking to somebody, like, I think Josh Gallagher, who's also, like, a grip or an electrician grip in town. He's one of my friends that I usually hire. And his dad is, like, a legendary gaffer in South Florida or used to be. He's up north now doing all those, like, uh, reenactment shows for, like, ID and stuff like that. Um, but it, I was talking to Josh, and Josh is like, like, in this industry, like, I mean, lighting or art or stuff like that, you can be, like, an ex-convict or like did a like huge bad shit in your life, you know, alcoholic, like beat mm-hmm. your kids, whatever it is, and you you know you can get hired, and and even if you're in the business, you can do the worst shit you can ever do in the business, like uh, 
fuck it up, you know, and then you lay low for two years, you'll be fine. You'll be back in and you'll be a star, you know. So, like, those people that taught me, they were not the biggest, they were not role models by any no, means. No. Nah. You know, these guys were hard. They lived hard. Yeah, they're felons. Yeah, they, exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> and, it, and, and I think that, I mean, I think this is getting on a whole nother level of, like, the sensitivity these days. Mm-hmm. But those guys would never be able to, like, like, if I, you know, if, you, if you're if you younger in this industry and stuff like that, like, I mean, I know of one kid who I can't name, but he kind of got the hard end of whatever we got and he didn't he didn't survive it and he changed he changed career, which is sad you know like i i you know i i think that these guys that taught us they were against they were coming for our character yeah but you just have to be i think you have to be mad enough to yeah because on the other side of that man they from i remember getting yelled at and i just remember being like i'm already i already feel like shit you know what i'm saying this person made me feel like shit. Yeah. All right, I'm just gonna. All right, I'm just gonna climb out of this fucking hole. And exactly. then at the end of the day, it's like, hey man, you're all right. Yeah, you know, it, it comes to the point where like, I think it comes to the day where where you say shit back mm-hmm. and you've earned it. You know, like it, those guys are expecting you to to save the. As long as I always say, it's like even if it's a big team or like if you have like a big team on set or whatever, I just you just have to save the day like at least once every day. You know. Like so, there's so, there's got to be something you can do today that is going to be oh man like this is the reason why that's I hired this that's guy. That's superhero shit. That's that uh, Superman yeah. to Flash. Yeah. All you got to do is save one. Yeah, that's it. That's oh yeah, and do. I remember it's a lot. I mean, perfect example is I remember especially with electricity. I you know a lot of times we have or back in the day we used to tie into the buildings. You know, mm-hmm. go into the electrical panel and and which is you know really, you know, big stuff. But we, that was taught to me by a guy who was this you know gaffer who used to be down here. He passed away. But he taught me that, and he said, "Bro, this is how you do it, and this is, you make sure you're like not, you don't die and stuff like that, you know." And like, there's these protocols you have to go through. And there was a shoot one day at this hotel, and we couldn't get the generator later. There was like all these cars blocking and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And I quietly, without telling anybody, I'm like, "Ah, oh, let me let me excuse myself." And I went to the truck, I got a tying kit, I took the panel down myself, and I did it. You know, we usually do it live sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I did that, and then I ran the lunchbox, and I I I, I told the gaffer, hey man, here, let's pl- plug in these big lights right here, you know. And then I, it wasn't until two days later, or like at the end of the day or whatever, that, that the DP came over to me and said, hey man, thank you for saving the day. Those were the lights that I wanted to use, and I didn't want to compromise on the look, and you saved it, you know. But I, I didn't like jump in there. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna do a tie in the work, yeah. I'm gonna do a tie. No, I just did it Let quietly. Figure out. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna do it quietly. I stepped away, I did it quietly, and I, I saved the day. And I was, and you know, and like I know the gaffer, and the DP got all the credit. Uh, you know, because it looked a certain way because I yeah. did that. But I'm not looking at the fame. I'm looking at getting hired on the next job. Mm-hmm. You know, like That's I don't care. You don't have yeah. to. You don't have to put me on the cover of the magazine. Like I just want you to remember me. And say, oh man, Ralph, he's good. Yeah, he's a good electrician. Like let's bring him on this job. You know, because that that gives him momentum going. Absolutely. See, I like that. Integrity. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I do want to ask all you guys, since this is a Thanksgiving episode, not to make it cheesy. <laughs> oh, yes. I love it. Make it cheesy, bro. What are you guys thankful for? Uh, <laughs> shit. I didn't know it was going to be that. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. Really? It is. It is. I'll tell you what. It's because you don't got to give anybody presents. Just think about it. <laughs> think about uh, it. That's my theory about, about Halloween. It. Right? 
Oh, Halloween is another you gotta give a present. But I mean, you gotta give candy. So at least you gotta give the kids candy. So people come to your door. You know, Valentine's Day you gotta get presents. Your mm-hmm. birthday you gotta get presents. Christmas you gotta get presents. Like every single one you gotta get presents. For, Talking about know. the big ones. But the candy is not specific. It's yeah, exactly. you're giving it's everybody just, candy. You're not yeah. like, oh, I gotta get this person this one thing. I gotta yeah. get this person this other. Nah, bro. It's like okay. for Mother's bro, Day, Father's Day, everything's presents. Like yeah. Thanksgiving is just about coming together and just like eating some food together. I mean, I, I want to believe the true story. <laughs> I saw. I mean, listen, I saw history, Plymouth. You know? My wife is from my wife is from Boston, can, and I, you, I saw Plymouth Rock. You could say that about all the holidays, though. You could say that about that all the holidays. Shit's real, dude. All of them got like, some you type can, of dark You could say like, yeah, I want, I, I want to believe it, but you know, yeah, I don't know how these motherfuckers saw that rock from so far away. It's so small. Is it? It's kind of small. Wait, I guess no, that's no. erosion or something. You know, it's or maybe really people. Small. Is it really? Small? Yo, look up a video of what yeah. Plymouth Rock looks like. It's inside like. this it's, mausoleum or whatever. But I think that they built this thing around it because people were taking. Uh, like uh, chunks of it. Yo, there, there was a TikTok. A guy was like, he showed the video. Oh so, my God. Someone, yes, yeah. it's, it. it's the size of this yeah. monitor. Yeah, and it, and this guy did a TikTok. He goes, Yo, why the hell did I grow up believing that this was like the cliff a monument from like Lion King or something? Yeah, like exactly. I was picturing like a giant. Yeah. It's like, no, 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 it's that rock. It's just a piece it's of rock. It's a literal rock. Yeah. Somebody, somebody spray painted lies on it? <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. That's why they have to build that thing around it. Wait a minute, wait. This is what they saw <laughs> on, the, uh, uh, on the sea? Yeah. I would have saw land. I would have saw land more than I would have saw this. But maybe it was like people touching. You ever seen like, there's that one statue that, uh, like bronze statue, like yeah. where people's hands are. It like, it's, it shines the brightest out of all of the spots. I think the same thing with this rock. Like if people were constantly touching it, it, it like. Uh, Erosion from yeah. hands? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think, right? It has to be, bro, because I can't believe that this is the rock that they oh. saw that was like, yo, we found, we hit land. I think you would see land before you see that rock. Absolutely. I mean, but maybe erosion has to do, I mean, I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a rock scientist. What do you call it? A geologist? Geologist. I'm going to say a rocky. <laughs> but geologist does sound right. <laughs> a geologist does sound right. Yeah. What about you, Josh? What are you thankful for? Uh, what I am thankful for, um, family and friends. Oh my god, <laughs> that's so lame. <laughs> oh, Ralph, you said that you you said that you you had a story about the song that we used at the opening, the uh, the song by Silvo Mora. Was it a story about that? You said no. that. Oh, I got a I got a funny joke about it because I was saying that. The no, song it wasn't about that. Fast. It was about something else. But now I'm blanking out about it. Wait, but before you get to that, what are you thinking? I don't yeah. know, man. Um, look, look at this guy changing the no, conversation about, so that, that he doesn't have to thinking. say anything. <laughs> Bro, I'm thankful I'm not going to watch uh, Madam Web. I'm going to keep on pooping all over that if we, movie. If we get like sneak preview passes, I think we should watch it. Man. I'm probably going to watch it because I got the movie pass. Yeah, I haven't see. used it. Dude, I've been, I've been paying every month, and I haven't fucking used it in, like, months. Do you, well, I got I got. I mean, this off topic, and you mm. just remind me of a movie pass because theaters... You know, I, the Silver Spot Cinema is really cool because I, I yeah. recently moved to Coral Springs. Um, but I don't know if I like eating while going to the movies. Like before you go to the no, movies? No, like while watching a movie. But is when you say noise? eating, are you talking about popcorn or like a meal? Like a meal. I did that or one what, time. Or whatever it is that they serve. I, I did that one time and it, 
It's a bit much. I like eating and then going to the movies. Okay. Yeah. Or 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 eating or, afterwards. I like, or eating afterwards, but I can't eat yeah. while I'm at the movies because you know, like in sliders or chicken fingers, it's too much. Like it, 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 it is to too much, food. and and it's also awkward when they're bringing the food to you because yeah. now you broke your you concentration broke exactly. from the film, and you're like, oh oh, yeah. and you're trying not to spill it on yourself. But I do. I cannot watch a movie without having a snack. Like I, oh, gotta, yeah, course, I gotta yeah. have a bag yeah. of popcorn, yeah. popcorn or, or like candy, some or candy or something like, like that. Yeah. Like I have to every single time. Yeah, I can't just go in and not go to the concession stand. Yeah, so I like the Silver Spot, but like I wish there was like a couple of theaters that they had that just didn't serve any food or anything. It's it, it, but you know what? It's not it's not for everyone. It's for no, people it's that are like, oh, I'm gonna take you out on a date, and we're gonna post it on Instagram. I like go to the like movies is the worst date there. ever. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. There's no especially yeah. if it's talk. the first date. You can't talk. Yeah, you can't talk. Yeah. Like what kind of date? We're, yeah, we're, yeah, but I mean, a as a little date. as a little kid, like being like 18, 17 and stuff. Where do you think you're gonna go? Like Valentine's Day. Oh, I'm gonna go take you to see a romantic movie. That's what teenagers like. They yeah. like that shit, and they're like, okay, that sounds romantic. But as an adult, it's like you can go to a lot more places. There's yeah. a lot more places uh, that we can go to and shit. No, I mean, it's an adult. You just want to go to a place. A quiet place, a quiet so we place. can do some non-quiet things. Yeah. Well, e- eating. E- I think eating is a good activity, you know. Uh, but not at the movies. Now we have to be quiet. Mm-hmm. No, of course, yeah. Because when you're eating, you you think, oh, we're gonna talk. Yeah. We're gonna talk while we eat, but yeah. you can't do that in the theater. Can't do it in the theater. Yeah, and then you can weird. you can do certain experiments, like a buddy of mine. He's like, he always had Hugo had this question. He's like, it's like, what 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 would you take a girl to eat to see how she handles? A glizzy? But I would. You want to give her a hot dog? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I thought that would be the obvious thing, you know? <laughs> look at it. Say, me next. So, oh, you want to leave? No, fine. Like, you know what they say? Like, I, I love barbecue, but it's not It's not a good first date food. But, it. I mean, I think it's perfect because then you can judge, like, if she licks her fingers or oh, she how like, she... Is she messy? Yeah. Fucking how, crab she house, she, like, you, what? A crab house. Yeah. Oh, crab house, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they yeah, got a crack- little hammer. Yeah, you put your bib on and stuff like that, you know? <laughs> they have to get in there, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, crack, like, see, like, what kind yeah. of, like... And, you know, if I go there and yeah. she's, like, you know, she has a lot of tweaks for the Suck food. out the, the shell, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, and she, like, if she, if she teaches you something, if she yeah. teaches you, like, oh, no, you you, you eating the yeah. crab wrong. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, can I... Show me. Can I marry you? <laughs> Show me. I just had like the craziest thought where like if, if it was a movie scene, right? Yeah. Like, okay, so I'm there eating and I'm like, having a hard time with my shell. Mm-hmm. And it's like cut to just like a male body. <laughs> she reaches across the table. Well, she, she puts her hands over you like <laughs> and just uh, cracks open. Yeah, like from a ghost. <laughs> yeah, it's slow It's slow Cracks open that fucking shell. No, she thanks. It that was like, wasn't She's that an episode you? of Seinfeld? One of them went on a date. They Man hands. Uh, yeah. Oh my god! Did they go to a crab place? Yeah. They didn't go to. No, no it wasn't a crab place. No, it, they, was, they, <laughs> it was a lobster. That's what, it was a fancy place, but it was a lobster, and she was, was like, she yeah, cracks crab the house. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. She cracks it open, and so then, it's already been done. But it's done. like clearly like Arnold Schwarzenegger's hands. Yeah. <laughs> like the, and then uh, he had like an eyelash on his face, and she said, "Oh no, let me get it." And she grabs it, <laughs> and then she said, "Oh, blow, blow it out so you can make a wish." And he goes. It didn't come true because <laughs> he looked at her. <laughs> man, that was a funny episode, dude. That was a real good one. Oh, man. All right, so, Pat, what are you uh, thankful for? Jesus. You see, what happens? Uh, yeah, going to keep going, bro, there, yeah. until you answer the what question. What are you thankful for? You know what? Um, Big titty bitches. <laughs> yeah, that. You know, I'm going to be genuine about it. Uh, I am thankful for, I mean, yeah, I'm going to go the route that Josh went. You know, I'm thankful for the people that I have in my life. 
um, shit, I'm thankful for to be able to shit to 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 be to work in production. Yeah, because you know there's a lot of people who who like they tried it and then it just didn't work out for them. You know. Yeah, how many people failed? You know. Yeah, I mean just. And, you know, sometimes I, I work with some people who I'm like, yeah, you know, um, I can see that you, you ain't got the heart for it because, yeah. uh, you know, you're busy just doing your own thing. And yeah. uh, you're on your phone when uh, you could yeah. be talking to any of these people and just saying, like, yo, hey, uh, yeah. you need me to help you move these cables or yeah. do this kind of stuff? But and you can't like, overdo it. Nah, you can't, you can't overdo it, but, you know, just a simple ask. Yeah. And then if they say no, just, like, just hang tight. And if you see, like them having to move like if they have to move like a craner or they have to move like a whole bunch of shit and you hear like stuff going on like mm-hmm. oh you gotta do a big move we gotta move everything out of the way cause it's in the way of the camera yeah. and your one move is just just stand there and then not do anything that's how I know that you're not gonna make it cause it's like oh man you're not even aware of your surroundings bro yeah exactly you're not yeah. even aware so yeah. that, that stuff happens but I am uh, happy that I'm able to uh, do what I do because I, I do fucking I think, love it. Yeah, sometimes you're on set so much that your people that you work with become your family. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You see them so often that I think that, you know, that's something I'm thankful for, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard It's hard to make friends when, you know, friends that are not in the industry because sometimes all you talk about is stuff that that's that in happen industry. in the industry. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, sometimes that's hard. But I guess yeah. that's hard for dating too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you gotta, got really quiet. You go, no, because you, you're gone. I guess because you're gone at a yeah at all times. Like, oh, I gotta go to uh, to Tampa. How long are you gonna go for? I'm going for like maybe three days. It's a three day shoot, so I'm gonna be gone for like five because mm-hmm. it's a day to get there, a day to get back. Are you gonna call me? Maybe, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I text you though, but I mean, I can't receive any phone calls. It just seems sketchy. Like it just seems fucking sketchy. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, if if she's mad, I'm like, I, I get it. I, I get, get it. it. <laughs> I get why you're mad. I get why you're mad. But um, I mean, if you look on my Instagram, you see, you see me working. And if it looks like I'm having fun, I'm not because you're not here. You yeah. know. Yeah. I may be smiling. <laughs> but I'm not. But I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I may be hugged up on these models, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not having a good time. Man, these models are disgusting. Disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. Come on. They don't eat yeah. anything. As soon as that yeah. camera like stops, I'm like, get away from me. Unhand <laughs> <laughs> me. Yeah. yeah. So well, you know, you've worked as an AD before. Yeah. So sometimes when you shoot a music video. Sometimes the AD is in charge of making sure the girls shake their ass. Yeah. And sometimes they get sloppy. Sometimes yeah. they get tired. So you got to hype them up again, you know? Yeah. You got to get in there. You got to get in there. Yeah, you got to do your job. Metaphorically. Metaphorically. Yeah. yeah. Hands-free. Yeah, hands-free. hands-free. Yeah. Everything is hand-free. Yeah, of course. It's like a museum. It's, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. There's no document. But it's all fun, you know? And you're not having fun. It's not fun. But it's fun, though. <laughs> no, the, the, I think that there are terrible days, just like any job, terrible oh, yeah. days. But they're fun after, like, a few months mm-hmm. that you can go back and think about it. But yeah. while, while you were there, it was terrible. Um, yeah, you know, that's, that's why I do like. I do like the fact that uh, the bad moments, after a while, they start to be funny moments. Funny, yes. Yeah. Because you start be making, then you start thinking about what people did and what they say. Yeah. You know, and some people, it's like being in a pressure cooker. Uh, sometimes and and you have no idea how some people are going to react and some 
people think certain ways or they come from different backgrounds or they, they have different standards, I guess, you know? Mm-hmm. I, you know, some, I, when I was younger, you could, you could abuse me a lot. But now that I'm older and I know how it is, like, my level of abusement is, like, very limited. So now I might say something, you know, but mm-hmm. you can't when, you, when you're starting out, I guess, you know. Oh, yeah. So there's that level of, like, how many things, you know. And then there's agendas. Like, you can't say shit in front of certain people. Yeah. Sometimes the DP. It's higher on the totem pole. Yeah. Like. Sometimes the DP <laughs> brings, like, a guy that, or a girl or whatever, like, that, that is, is, is on his team. So you can't talk shit. Mm-hmm. And it's not like we talk shit, like, m- mean. Yeah. It's you like we're talking about constant- that locker room talk. Yeah, exactly. It's like we're constantly talking it's not, shit. It's not real locker room talk. It's like not. the locker room talk that we, that is talk is mostly like grabbing by the. Yeah. No, no, it's not that. It's like it's vulgar, <laughs> but it's not vulgar in the sense of it's like not. being sexist. But it's it, just it's vulgar. Just it's like it's not professional. Yeah. But so we we usually we're guys walking talkies. Yeah. Having the same conversation. Exactly. Like the makeup department is having the same conversation that we're having. Yeah. Grab so, them by the... No. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, listen. It, it's not It's not like... And like We use these walkie-talkies and we're on different channels. And yeah. usually the grips and the electrics, you know, what we work on, we have our own channels. Yeah, they have their own channel. And like, if you're in another part of production, you never want to be on that channel because you're either going to hear something really offensive yeah. or sexist. And the or, names of items are names, pretty yeah. like... Yeah, yeah. Over the top yeah. too, like butt plug is an actual name for an yes. item. Yeah, yeah, butt yep. plug. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what's the name? What is that a name for? So the, there's a uh, there's two for types a, of a two, butt plug. <laughs> no, yeah, it's, it's a butt, butt, butt plug. It's basically uh, <laughs> a, 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 it's called a stand adapter. So but there's two types of stands. Uh, there's a stand that takes like a, a junior receiver, mm-hmm. and then there's a stand that has a, a um, uh, like a baby uh, spud on it. So yeah. stand adapter is just too long. No, it's too, it it's is. a butt plug. You know, it just it, it has, has like a. a what it has, does it look like? Does it look it, like a butt so plug? It, yeah, I mean it. It's, it just looks like a dildo, I guess, like a metal. It's dildo. It, the it the has name like is a, fitting. The name yeah, is fitting. It, it has it. like a like a like a medium end and then a skinny end. So yeah. like you put it in the big stand, I'm so that you can get a smaller stand. Adapter. But that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, I think all these things were either made by very very sexually no, frustrated. Right grip. Like if you just type in yeah. uh, grip butt plug, butt plug yeah. it is right. That's it right there. See, it's not bad. It's not bad, no. people. No, actually, <laughs> that. That um, be, it's not bad because of all these Me Too things. I mean, I'm, I hate to say Me Too, but mm-hmm. I think because of all these new renaissance of terms, you can't say the oh, butt plug like is still renaissance, renaissance terms. terms. Yes, mm. uh, the <laughs> butt plug you can actually say it. Uh, I don't think it's sexist or or racist, but there are a lot of things that yeah, we can't say anymore. Tool. It's just a tool. It's a tool. Yeah, but mm-hmm. there there are a lot more things that we can't like say. A Gary Coleman. Oh, uh, the Gary Coleman. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so cool. they're, you know, C-stands, like stands, like, you know, they make like a regular size one and then they make the small one. So <laughs> oftentimes, hey, bring, bring get, get me a Gary Coleman. Your, yeah. And then uh, uh, the Emmanuel Lewis is another one, like, mm-hmm. the, that's the, the, <laughs> the, the smaller combo. one? No, because yeah. the, 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 uh, I, I, I was under the impression that the Gary Coleman was the baby C-stand, the yeah. Emmanuel Lewis was the baby combo. Yeah. Um, it's and, not? I, I think, it's, I think it's that oh, okay. Some people said Gary Coleman for both, but it was kind of Bro, confusing. I thought you guys were fucking with me. This is, these are real terms. These, these are real terms. terms. Yeah. This whole time? This is a real fucking... Yeah. These yeah. are real yeah. terms. Yeah. No, yeah, that like, and... Um, um, well, uh, Martine likes to say, uh, crush the blacks, you know? Crush the blacks, yes. And I'd be like... Yes, I don't like yes. the way you say black, man. Yes. That's why I tell oh, yeah. Martino. Um, there's a term that... <laughs> the blacks. There's a term that I use, you know, when I'm in a comfortable environment uh, amongst grips. And it's just something that people get. It's like really, they, they understand it. I, I mean, it's very racist. But, you know, lights have barn doors on it, right? 
So sometimes you might hear somebody say, hey, make those barn doors Chinese. Uh, Meaning like close it like yeah. that, like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. So obviously it's not he's, something. He's not the creator of these words, of these no, terms. Yeah. These are just terms. Just, just things that, yeah. Worldwide, yeah. mind you. My, worldwide. I'm sure Chinese people use the same for reference. Yeah, no, well, and the, the, the dolly make, has Make it that. American and they just yeah, open make, it up. Make those, <laughs> yeah. make those lights round eyes. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the dolly has this like piece called the Ubangi. Uh, it's like a big, it's like a cow catcher thing. It's like a big, uh, it's like a, it's really called a three-hole offset. Okay. So you have the dolly and the camera goes on it, but if you need to offset it, like if you're going to put it on the middle of the table, mm-hmm. you know, you use this offset plate, which is called the Ubangi, but that, that's really not what we're supposed to call it because I guess it comes from a, I think a tribe. Like I like I think y'all like calling I, that I, shit. I, it because... comes from like a tribe in Africa where they had like long tongues. They, they stressed their tongues. I would love to meet. The people that created all these parts. Oh, yeah. And, and, and like, interview I, I them. I think I know these people. And, 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 and ask them, how do you feel to know that the what you created is called the butt plug? The butt and plug. Just, oh, like, or, that's or the exactly guy that created what I was hoping. the barn door is like, how do you feel knowing that uh, just to close the top and bottom, is, it means to, to make it Chinese. Make it Chinese. Ching chong chong. No, they probably, you know, you know, I don't think, I think these guys are... Well, they're dead. They they smoke forty five cigarette packs smoke a day. Yeah. Why well, on? I've heard on the set from the old guys that on the set of, of like uh, what was that show? The the John Don Johnson show. What's the Miami, Miami Vice? Mm-hmm. There was there was cocaine on the crafty table. Like you can go get an apple and a oh, cup of coffee and like do a line. Dude, the show was made in the eighties yeah. during the the drug the cocaine, era. cocaine yeah. epidemic in <laughs> yeah. Miami. I believe that one hundred percent. But you know what? I think it would be funny. Cocaine, what if, oh, yeah. like, back in the nineteen sixties and seventies, there were other terms for all these parts? But it was like because it was a different era. It was like, pass me a crack whore, yeah. like, or oh, you know, like God. a. Well, I mean, it, it, <laughs> I, it's <laughs> very like in Los Angeles. It's very uh, geographic too. There's some things like in New York that they might call something that in Los Angeles is a totally different thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember, the, you know, that, that tool that you use to hold the bounce boards with the big yeah, teeth? Yeah, the called Yeah, plat- it's called the platypus. It's also called the... Uh, but it's called platypus up there or down here I or think anywhere. That's a, yeah, platypus. Here they call it an unky bunk. Yeah, that's what I heard that shit. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, an unky like, bunk. What kind of Elvis shit is this? But it, <laughs> in, in New York, I heard this guy from New York call it Jaggers, as in Mick Jaggers. You know, Big Jagger, he has a big mouth. Oh, wow. So, so yeah, Jad, the, Dude, the only thing I ever knew, and it okay. was because of school, were stingers. <laughs> stingers, yeah. yeah. Stingers, stingers. Ex- uh, were extension cords. Extension cords, yeah. That's I'm, the only thing yeah. I knew. Yeah, I, and this I is used blowing to say, me away. I used to say it's just an extension cord. It's like, it's, I mean, it's not because a stinger realistically is an OSHA approved extension cord. So it must resist, like, it must be mm. oil resistant. Yeah, it's an entertainment, you know. Like, and, like. I, and I recently learned that. The, yeah, uh, like in places like yeah. like Canada, for oh, you example, know. like you you know sometimes we do like DIY lights and stuff like that. Yeah. Like in Toronto, for example, from this gaffer that I know, is you you can't just do that because it, you know how the UL listing here needs to approve it. Uh, if you build something, it's yours. It's whatever's your design. In Canada, you can't plug that in. Uh, it needs to be like uh, an electrician needs to approve that before you really? plug it in. Yeah, so wow. you can't build your own extension cords. You can't build your own plugs. You can't do any of that. 
Why not? Because it, it, it needs might to fuck be, up the grid. Yeah, because the you know their version of OSHA, which OSHA is the the uh, re- regulating body for safety on on not on set but on everything yeah. that you you know everything that that's construction or whatever. Uh, yeah, they have a very like uh, constricting department that that, that mm. govern governs that. I mean, it's boring shit, but I you find, find it fascinating. It just to me, it just feels like. Oppression. They're just being Canadian, which which goes which goes back to like uh, faking it till you make it. Like, I mean, I I one time I blew up a generator on set um, because I overloaded it. Mm. But you know, I was like 22 and I had no idea what I was doing. So you know, talk about like the fact that they put you into the hot hot seat sometimes. And they're like, oh, yeah, this is our electrician. And, and he's come in and it's like, yeah, he's not an electrician. He's a film electrician. He has no idea about anything. Like, yeah. I, I have no idea. Um, I mean, I know how to run some. And we're running some hot hot power, like big lights, like, you know, using like 5Ks and 10Ks, like 10,000 watts running through it. And you're like there and you're just pushed into it. And like you told some guy that you were the guy and you're getting money and, <laughs> and you're on set and you're doing it. But, you know, you're not, no, you're in, you know, like film school didn't. Nah. Teach you how to mm-hmm. do any of that. Film school didn't teach us how to do any of the stuff nah, that man. we're doing we, right now. We learned, yeah, like, bro. All we, this stuff. we shot a, a scene for a friend that was uh, he was he was making a short film. We plugged in a whole bunch of four Ks, two Ks, five Ks in the art gallery of the school and yeah. blew out the fuse. Yeah. <laughs> and then we just like quietly like unplugged everything and yeah. left. Yeah, like yeah, it was it was. Oh, yeah. I remember that like, shit. Was no like one on a Friday. No one taught us that. Yeah. We yeah. never. I don't think we ever used a generator on set ever. Nah, we never. just like would plug in stuff yeah. and say, "All right, there's, guys, there's look, an outlet over here." It was like right. Samuel <laughs> Jackson in Jurassic Park. <laughs> Jurassic we were Park. like, "Hold on to your butts," and just turned everything <laughs> on to see if it turned on or not. No, yeah. I, when I went to full school, there were classes about that stuff, but I never paid too much attention to it. Like I never, I never real, I never realized when I was going to school that that I was gonna be. Like uh, you know, when oftentimes when we find ourselves on set with like mm. some major talent that people know from a household name, but they're never going to run into that person ever. Mm-hmm. And you're surrounded by all these things and there's money being spent. And you're, like, if, if they take you away from that production, like, they're suffering a loss. Like, if you're an integral part of that, sometimes you have to wake up and say, man, damn, like, you know, like, I made it, you know, I guess in a sense, you know. Uh, so that, that that's that's the thing about that, that whole, you know, thing about what you expected to, where you expected to be in life. Mm-hmm. You know, and it only came from hard work um, yeah. and from dedication to the to the art. You know, so so how was it drinking with Jerry the King Lawler? How was it, bro? <laughs> yeah, Jerry the King Lawler. That was a fun movie. Uh, it's a little movie called Girls Gone Dead. And shout mm-hmm. out to Michael Hoffman, who was the director. He's a friend of mine. Uh, it uh, yeah, that movie went through so many iterations of like uh, of crew and and I think I I ended up being like a second unit DP. On it, and then I don't. I, my this Jay Shropshire, shout out to him. He he, you know, he gaffed it or gaffed certain parts of the movie. It was just a just a crazy crazy movie. Beetlejuice was in it. They were like, I, I, think, I really want to watch this. movie. I think there, there was a porn star yeah, in it. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> many. I mean, but it's like I I got this idea with a buddy of mine to make this movie that it's really been in development in our heads for like ten years, mm-hmm. and I, I want to make it work. Uh, maybe maybe we can do an episode on that, but mm-hmm. it, it, it's like uh, I like genre movies. Like I really like genre movies. Like in in these terms, where like it's just you know you try to put in like uh, some scary scenes, which are yeah I guess you know you build them to be scary, but then at the same time, it's just so quirky and like so crazy, you know. 
And um, like I, I'm a fan of some of those movies, like uh, like some of the, especially some of the '70s ones, like Night, Night of Horror and and some of these movies that were just so bad that they, we were talking about movies that were so bad they're good, you know? Yeah. Um, talking I, about I, like '80s uh, action movies. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like all of them. What, what movie? Well, that's did you what bring, we were talking did about. You guys, bring up. Oh, I, 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 we were American uh, Hero. Uh, American Ninja. Ninja. American Ninja, and I, I was watching a scene last night. It's so bad, it's good. It's man. like, uh, <laughs> awesome. like the tra- the what was it? The the synopsis. Oh, uh, yeah. you have to read the synopsis because it's like he's like. Uh, it, it's it's written by like somebody who who's. It, it's not a professional synopsis. No, it, it has like stuff like this American guy who obviously obviously who yeah. obviously knows karate. <laughs> It said that in the synopsis. Yes, it did. This American, uh, yeah, an American Marine, soldier, Marine soldier, who obviously <laughs> knows karate. They were like, no, nah, they could, they could not put that in the synopsis. Like they it's put like, obviously. And you know the trailers, like when you watch that movie, like the the this uh, this new movie, like the tra- the trailers at the time, in those days, they they were much. You know, they always had like the same. Like uh, the same narrator guy, you know, like Steven Seagal. Yeah, you know he's uh, he, he's 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 a detective on the run, you know, um, and it's fascinating. And you know, another thing that another point that I always bring up to people is like uh, I I I almost not I almost didn't choose or this is something for my father who was a or who is a huge fan of these movies. He almost didn't choose the movie because of the concept or the script or anything like that. He just chose the movie because Arnold Schwarzenegger was in it. Or Bruce Willis was in it. You know, you're right. And today... That's, that's how my folks are, too. Exactly. Like, th- today, these movies that come out, like, these... I mean, unless you follow the action and you follow these these um, these actors, they're, like, the Hollywood actor is done. It's yeah. something that doesn't exist anymore. Like, yeah. you, there aren't people who have that draw. Uh, who, you know, there's so much content out there. Like, you have to imagine, like, the blockbuster movie, like, there were probably, like, three... You know, three good movies a year or something like that, and like you, you either saw them or you didn't, and then you had to wait until they were on TNT or yeah. or go to the video store, and, and you know they were always sold out, so you always see, oh man, that movie's great, but you know, like there's here's something that's similar to it, and that's how I watched like, um, uh, like I, I remember I couldn't get Die Hard, and the guy at the video store recommended me, which we talked about, um, Steven Seagal movie, no, uh, uh, it was a John Cloud movie. Uh, uh, sudden death. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which is the same Die Hard except in a hockey rink. Uh, it's that's fascinating. when he had the mullet, right? Uh, he had the one with the yeah, mullet. Yes, I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he has this. He, he's like a like a like a security guy, and then uh, Powers Booth is uh, is the bad guy who mm-hmm. obviously is imitating the great. Obviously, obviously, <laughs> yes, obviously. <laughs> no, it, it, it's just fascinating these movies um, because it's like you know who the bad guys are and you know who the good guys are. Bad is bad, good and, is good, and good is good, and you know the good's always going to win, so you're not worried about it. You know, it, it's you're, you're just here for the for the ride. You know. Yeah, but you you brought up something uh, else that um, that made me think that Sly was a better actor, or yeah. he knows how to make a better character than everybody else's because he would get his ass. Whipped yes. So in his if movies. you watch uh, if you watch Steven Seagal movies, for example, yeah. right, it's a hot, it's a challenge to be a writer. It's like because Steven Seagal is never gonna get his ass kicked. He's not, he never gets punched in any movie. He he never. I mean, was, he, he never got. I don't think he, he never, never had punched. like a bloody mouth before. No, no, yeah, he, his, his in, ego. Was, yeah. no, no, was yeah. through the roof. Yeah, well, there I mean, was like one scene that he was fighting somebody with a knife and he was just doing no, it. like that was under siege. He, he there's scenes where he's fighting guys sitting, sitting down, down, yeah, in a chair like this, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they walk up to him and he goes. <clears throat> the yeah. film synopsis for American Ninja. Ready? Here we go. In the torrid heart of the Philippine jungle. 
a humble U.S. Army private suddenly develops legendary skills and stealth. Believing he is the possessor of ancient martial artistry, he takes on a fearsome black ninja in the final duel. Oh, he's clearly, so that told, a, clearly a fan. Yeah. That yeah. told you the yeah, whole American story. Ninja. Yeah. He's no, going to so, fight the ninja, black ninja at the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and, and you know, obviously the honorable mention is Above the Law and uh, Hard to Kill. Okay. I think those are the best ones. Uh, very similar movies. But, but, you know, like Stallone, I think is, I mean, in my mind, I love Steven Seagal, but Stallone is a great guy because the, every Stallone movie, he gets his ass kicked. And by the end of the movie, he's, like, crawling out of the mud, you know, like, just barely surviving, you know? Like, he, he's definitely going to get something, you know? He's the he's, third he's, act, he's, yeah. In he's the not going to win, like, easily, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that was the competition but between him. But like, 100 people, though. Oh, well, yeah. Well, I don't know, man. That last movie, um, oh, yeah. what was it called? Um, uh, Final Blood, I think, or uh, uh, Last Blood or something like that? Or the yes. Last Rambo movie. Last Rambo movie. Yeah, he, he, there was no struggling for him. I mean, well, I mean, he had a little bit of struggle in the middle, but... I haven't seen he that. He tore one. up every fucking he's body. He's tired, bro. He's, he's over tired, it. bro. He's, he's, he's like, yeah. fuck it, man. I'm just gonna come. He's in like, I'm not gonna fuck it. He's, he's in his 70s, you know. He's, <laughs> he can't barely bend over. He, you know, he's yeah, dude, people he doesn't over turn his fucking neck. machetes. Yeah. And yeah. Shit. That? No, he can't. He, he can't turn his neck. No, he doesn't turn no. his neck. He has no. a documentary on Netflix, and it's not like when when people call him, it's like. Oh yeah, he's like uh, Bruce. He's like Batman in the the nineteen nineties yeah. Batman. But you know what? It makes me. He had a spine fuse. Probably. It makes me proud, man. Like I mean, I, I me and my dad, we're we're a huge fan of the of the Expendable series. Yeah. You know, and I joke with him, and he hates it, but it's like, oh, they're making like Expendable Six, and I think they're in their wheelchairs and shit like that. <laughs> you know, and he hates it, but not it's like, yet. It's like you know, it's like I, I respect that man because like those movies, like I, I, you know, if one day like my dad ever like leaves this earth and stuff like that, like mm-hmm. I'll be watching those movies thinking about him because when I was a kid, he sat me down and he said, "Man, like this is the Terminator," you know, and I watched that movie and he, he introduced me to so much things that I like and I think made me. You know, like where I am today, like, you know, I, I do work in, in film and stuff like that, but I have a lot of that inspiration in me. And, w- and what does your dad think about, like, uh, just the uh, reanim- reimagining of all these action movies and stuff? Uh, I think it's... I think Like he, the Terminator movie that just came out, like, what was it, like, three years ago, four years ago? Yeah. No, we, we always watch the movie. I mean, he likes it. Like, he's, he's the guy that usually, like, finds, he, you know, he sits outside in the patio and smokes and stuff like that, so he's, like, on his phone or, like, mm-hmm. he sees the trailer and he'll send it to me. And he's like, oh, yeah, and it's like these guys are coming out again and stuff like that, you know? And, he, you know, it's like like we're, like, almost like kids, like, at the movie theater. We're, like, watching The Expendables or whatever, and, like, they introduce, like, Wesley Snipes, and he's like, oh, shit. Because, like, I mean, one of, one of our favorite movies... Uh, which again is I saw the trailer today, <laughs> and I, I kind of want to watch it tonight. Is uh, Money Train? Yeah, which is a terrible movie, but it's just you, you say terrible movie. But I remember every time I think about the movie, I'm like, yeah, I'm got sm- I got a smile on my face, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I love it. I love it. It's uh, like you, Jennifer you Lopez. Yeah, Jennifer Lopez. Oh yeah, yeah. that's why I get yeah. a smile. But on that's my face. the thing, yes. man. It's like when when you call these movies terrible. It's Ter- like, I, I what, don't mean what terrible. Is, I mean, there's no such thing as a great action movie that came out in the <sighs> '80s, then. bro. No, any I, Die Hard, man. Die Hard. I think Die Hard is, but even Die Hard has this quirkiness to it, you know, um, because it's not, it's not, it, it tries to do something different. I think that movie does, you know, mm-hmm. because it, you know, and and some people might say, oh, Bruce Willis is he's not like that much of a. I think he is. I think he's a terrific actor. There's a scene in that movie where he's telling. 
um, the cop, you know, about him like not not surviving and telling his wife and stuff. That's 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 gold, man. That's oh, great. You're about in the first one, yeah, the, yeah. He really he really went into his bag in the first movie, yeah, because you know, and his first action movie, exactly. And but it's creating. Movies, it was, um, and that movie has a lot of heart because it, it comes from exactly. It comes from a place where like the superhero in the movie or like the guy that's gonna save the day may not be able to save the day. Yeah, you know, he's just put in the position where his skills are just good enough to save the day. But he has problems too, you know. He has like a thing. He has a, a bad relationship with his wife, and yeah, and like all that's a, going against his uh, yeah his endurance and stamina. Exactly. You know, like in the back of his head, there. I mean, he just found out that his wife possibly, definitely not possibly, is yeah, fucking she did. somebody yeah, else, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's obvious. Yeah, it's right? obvious. It's obvious. So and, I mean, that kind of becomes yeah. aware just before yeah. there starts to be gunshots yeah. and shit. So out every the, single movie in the eighties or whatever, it's like has like that path where like. You know, it's a guy or a detective, he's down on his luck or whatever, or, like, is an addict or some so something is going on, you know? And then, like, it, he doesn't redeem himself. He doesn't win at the end to redeem himself. He's still, like, a shitbag. But, like, we like him now because we like his... We like we like his problems now, you know? Yeah. And the um, fact that he he knows that his wife possibly cheated because yeah. we don't have no physical oh, she evidence. Cheated. She definitely was cheating. We don't have no physical evidence. But she he's was still cheating, willing to save like, her. And she save was cheating else. like a baller. She didn't yeah. give a fuck. Yeah, like, she, didn't, yeah. she was fucking that dude. Yeah. And she didn't care about a, that dude, man. Bro, they were she, on not, she was no yeah. love, man. They were on the outs the whole time. They yeah. were. The fact that she moved to California yeah. when he, they were in New yeah. York. I'm not saying outs. he was a princess either. He was probably fucking some randos over there in oh, New York no, yeah. too, man. He was. He was cheating. He was He was cheating on her while they were married. With who? Whatever. Think it's just assumed. It's just assumed. Yeah, <laughs> just assumed. Because we, we policeman, we, that, yeah. New York, nineteen eighties. Yeah, come on. Yeah, and he's probably on some dope or something, you know? Right. Like, I mean, he he lost his hair. He's kind of young, you know. So, I mean, but that that we we I, you know you have to learn to love these characters. I mean, like, I don't know. Like, it it's just a style, and you can't you can't. I mean, those movies today, you can't. Um. I don't think you can ever remake those movies. I don't think you could. You, I don't think it's going to be the same kind of magic. It's going to be a different type of magic. Absolutely. It's going to be like, maybe it could be better. I'm not really yeah. sure. I have seen like movies that uh, that it gives me the same, maybe the same kind of feel, but not the same exact yeah. kind of magic that it yeah, was. Yeah, there, there's a movie, well, I mean, you all, you all know RoboCop, right? So yeah. the original RoboCop is made by a guy... Um, He's um, made a um, yes, so a Starship Troopers Starship and Troopers, yeah. uh, Total yes. Recall. Mm-hmm. So though uh, his name is Paul Verhoeven, and I there was a time that I was studying his work because he he's one of the only directors that understands how to do this thing called satire. Mm-hmm. And you look at all those movies, and it's very satirical from a sense, and especially RoboCop, it just deals with like uh, crime and 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 you know, I I always when I was a kid. Uh, I always feel like a sense of despair when I watch RoboCop. Like even, like I'm almost scared of the RoboCop himself, you know, because it's like a man and he's a machine and like yeah. you can, he was built and put together and stuff. But like he was put together by the greed of another person to just excel into this thing. But he himself is a is a like a like a delinquent himself, you know, and like the corporation is a delinquent and the cops are involved and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like all this stuff. It's like it's a commentary on the. 
Uh, it, you know, there's it's there's more than like just yeah. a RoboCop or a cop that's a robot on you know the earth, and like you know it's a whole take. So like you you know the recent remake or that remake that they made of the movie is it's just a movie where there just happens to be a cop that's like a yeah. Uh, oh no, there was no there's uh, nothing like to it. Political no uh, commentary no, at yeah. all. Which is good. It's a good movie. I mean, e- even they, they remade Total Recall, which I think was was a pretty bad move. Uh, it was. I think it's. I think it's, again that word terrible was a terrible movie with uh, who was in that movie? Colin Farrell. Yeah, Colin, Colin Farrell. Jessica Biel. Jessica Biel. Yeah. But Jessica the Biel. but Total Recall is not about. It's not about like what you think the movie is. It's about there's some hidden message so in you, there. So you're, you're you're saying that the 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 people who remade these movies basically just took the heart out of it and they yes. just took it for they only the saw the action value. and the they face value they didn't, they didn't get the point they didn't yeah. get the point of the movie nah. like you know like I, I another one is Starship Troopers and I don't mean all these other remakes or whatever like mm-hmm. you know it's like Starship Troopers is a movie I find it like amazing and that's one of those movies that's so bad it's good but it, it's yep. respectable for me because there's a lot of uh, commentary in that movie um, that goes with the time where that movie was made yep you know, um, I mean, there was a war. There was a war at the time, and and you know, we didn't understand our enemy. I don't. I think we still don't understand our enemy. That's a whole. And then thing. they were just uh, shipping, yeah. high schoolers into battle. Exactly. Yeah, just shipping them into battle and not giving a fuck about it. Even there was even that uh, that one shot when you see the kid says, "I can help," and then all the yeah. the military uh, kids, kids yeah. are laughing are at laughing the little kid. Them, like, yeah. Oh. Bobby, you can help yeah. at home. Kind yeah, because he's like stepping on the roaches and stuff yeah. like that. It's like even we can help. Yeah, and it was like damn man. But you, remake- I, didn't, I didn't notice that shit until like yeah. I rewatched it as an adult. Yeah, I, it helps to re some of these movies. It helps to rewatch some of these mm-hmm. stuff. You know, it, and it's also hard to 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 try to elect to watch a movie. At least in my mind, if I got nothing to do, which is very limited, you know, I sometimes I just find myself just putting on a movie I've seen a thousand times because I know it's good. Then invest the time into a movie. That I don't, I don't know. Uh, like recently, there was a movie uh, again on Netflix, and Netflix is very hit or miss for me. It's usually miss. There was a movie called Stowaway. Haven't watched it yet. Oh, you know, it's. I mean, please don't. But uh, so, <laughs> please. not, you know, not so, a terrible movie. It's just it, a it's, shit movie. It's just listen. Like the movie's <laughs> called Stowaway, and mm-hmm. it's about some ship that's going to some planet or whatever. And halfway through, like the ship taking off and whatever. Oh, I know. There, I have seen there's this. A, yeah, there's another. There's yeah. a, a guy that pops up from this hatch, and, and he Tied nobody knows where. He, yeah, nobody knows where shit. he comes yeah. comes from. Uh-huh. So, and then the movie expects you to understand that these people are like going like like light years away, and there happens to be another life form, like another man on this ship, mm. and now they have to decide. To 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 dump somebody Bro, to kill somebody. Dude. Jettison him. He wasn't yeah. on the. That's it. Yeah. So so you you're telling me yeah. that this ship, uh-huh. like you guys didn't have enough oxygen for, for one, one more person? person. Like talk about death, right? You're yeah. Dead, like you're doomed. You're I, doomed. I mean, come on, man. Is this like? Do they not have enough uh, oxygen for one more person and enough food? No, yeah, but this is enough. the whole movie. Like so it, they it's were not, rationing out the food for no. Like, well, they have to decide if they want to if if they throw this guy out or one of the other people goes. So somebody's got to go regardless. Yeah, yeah. And so I think the whole movie is them the, trying to come. To it the ended scene. up being where he was snuck on there by like his partner or yeah. somebody, right? Yeah, something. Like that, yeah, yeah. But it's just that reminds me of like a Twelve Angry Men kind of thing. Like they they are all like all this jury. But you know, there are movies trying to figure out if this guy is innocent or not. Exactly. But, you know, there are movies that, like, you might think about the script and the story and the plot, and, and it's just, 
like there's nothing there and then like great ac- acting and and great plot twists and stuff like that make it great mm-hmm. like i mean like i mean i hate to bring this movie up but the happening like everybody admits everybody says oh the movie's terrible the movie's like bad and stuff like that but when i was sitting in the movie theater I mean, M. Night Shyamalan was showing, like, some music and some some shots of trees moving, and I was, like, intrigued. I was like, oh, shit, I'm so scared, <laughs> you know? So you have to admit that you were in that seat, and you thought that movie was good. No. You know, no, absolutely I not. Absolutely not. I was, I was trying to convince myself why I should s- stay in that seat. <laughs> fucking pollen. Absolutely. Fucking pollen. I've never seen so many pollen, shots bro. of trees moving in the wind. And, and I grass was just moving. The grass you know what's funny grass. about that movie is the during the pandemic. Remember we were talking about when we were outside and then the breeze was just blowing. We were like, "It's COVID. It's COVID. It's COVID. It's COVID." It's COVID but you, you, you know, you, you can tell what kind of person you are. At what point did you say an M Night Shyamalan movie? You said, "Oh fuck this shit." Oh, like you ain't going. What? Be, which like, movie was it that that oh, took that you is, out of it? That is telling. The village. That was the movie that did it for you? Yeah. Oh, come on. That wasn't that no, bad. No, that wasn't that bad. The village wasn't you? that bad. Watch the, the movie again. Movie. Um, watch the movie nah, again it's a great and movie. watch the ending. It's a great I, movie. I get teared up in that movie in the village. Uh, for The Happening, I think it might be The Happening. Uh, for almost, me, it's The Happening. The Happening? So Lady, because in, the Lady in the Water. Lady in the Water is fantastic. I love Lady in the Water. Lady, Lady in the Water is fantastic, man. It's Lady such a great story. So It brings tears to my eyes. So 95% of the world is wrong. In saying that that movie is terrible, <laughs> that's what you're saying. Well, no, I, I mean, just think they haven't experienced <laughs> other the lady bad movies. Have you I've haven't seen. really, you haven't really like uh, watched that movie. Oh no, no, yeah, you oh, have I to watched let, it. You oh. have to let your feelings go. Oh, you know, no, dude. you got to feel to watch it. If that's feel, your yeah. bar of movies that make you feel, <laughs> what turned you off? I'm not saying is listen. It's not unbreakable. The lady in the water. It's not. It's not. It's not the sixth sense. It's not his greatest movie, dude. He peaked on his first movie. Everything was downhill after that. And. Well, I mean, the Sixth Sense has no no yeah. no rewatching value. The Sixth Sense, nah, yeah, it still does. It still but does. You already know now. he's dead. Oh, the Sixth. My, I was thinking it's Signs. It's my mistake. I yeah. was thinking no, Signs. Is, signs, signs I love. The Sixth Sense. Signs is not about aliens, man. Let me see what. what kind Bro, of there's so many plot holes in the Sixth Sense. I haven't rewatched it ever since. I don't think I watched when you re- it. In this when decade. you realize that he's dead, you you find you. When you find out that he's dead, you realize, yo, there's so many parts of the movie that didn't make sense. Like, you're telling me he walked into the kid's house, is sitting in front of the the kid's mom, and they didn't say a word to each other. Ghosts don't know that they're dead. No, no, but, like, how did he get in the house? How's he sitting down? How's she ignoring the whole time? He walks through walls. No, he doesn't. He was dead. No, he doesn't. He doesn't walk through walls not once in the movie. No one walks through walls in the movie. No, I know, but I'm saying maybe he... um, Maybe he's in an alternate universe. Maybe, where... maybe, maybe. No, there is no maybe. When you watch a movie, it's yes or no. Maybe not... you don't have Kevin, to. Kevin, it's just a movie. <laughs> not one person walks through a wall. Maybe they don't have to show the scenes of him, like, talking and stuff. I think it was just supposed to show a, a glimpse of, like, well, he's... I think it's just good good saving of money. I think it's just good saving that's, of money and good editing. That's M. Night Is that what you just did? Yeah. That's M Night that's Shyamalan. You don't gotta be. You don't have to think too much. And on top of that, movies in the early two thousands, 
like I think you're onto something, man. Yeah, our pattern of yeah. thinking is more greater than the early 2000s. We just proved it, American Ninja. Obviously, you know, it's yeah, like bro. you you don't have to. You just have to. You you have, you have to stop asking questions. Like yeah. we're, we're giving you American Ninja wasn't trying to win the Academy Award. Six Sense was. Well, but I have I have a concept about this. You brought you brought something up. You brought something up. You know, one of my favorite oh, movies, wow. one of my favorite movies is Armageddon. And I'm going to explain to you, Armageddon could have been an Academy Award winner. Oh, my God. Okay? This Go is ahead. why. This is why. Why? It's because for a, a, a number of years, right? <laughs> the, for a number of years, mm-hmm. the Academy Awards were just fucking snobby. And they would just give awards to some black and white movie nobody saw. I mean, mm-hmm. unless you were a critic or whatever, you know? It wasn't like Rotten Tomatoes good, you know? Now we respect Rotten Tomatoes. So, like, you know... respect it. You know how all these Marvel movies like go to the Academy Awards and they don't win. You know they're not winning like Best Picture or whatever and stuff like that. Best but, costume. but they're winning Best Costume. They're winning Special Effects. They're winning this stuff. Like the fact that these movies are considered to go to the Academy Awards is great. So backtrack now mm-hmm. to when uh, Armageddon was made in 1998. You know the movies that were making it were like you know like some freaking like you know Spielberg whatever like you know Saving Private Ryan or whatever. It's mm-hmm. like. You know, which were great movies, I guess, but, you know, so it's like movies that, well, it, it was a pretty good movie. So you're saying Armageddon was better than Saving Private no, Ryan? No, I'm not saying Armageddon was oh, better okay. than Saving Private Ryan. I'm saying the Saving Private Ryan was a good movie that, that you know, that, that was good or whatever. Those were the type of movies we were looking for, like long-down drama and stuff like that. Now, if Armageddon was made today, okay, the same movie, yeah. the same movie. About oil drillers in, in outer a, space. Yeah, now mind yes. you, because it has heart. That movie seen... has a lot of heart. Nah. It does have a lot of heart. It does have a heart. But have you yeah. seen the uh, the director's commentary where uh, Ben Affleck, ben Affleck he, explains he, he, that he, he explains. was on set like, yo, this movie doesn't make any sense. Like, like it logically, but it he, the he fact that, you, that you could train Bay, oil yeah. drillers to become astronauts, but yeah. you can't train astronauts to be to oil drillers. Oil and drillers. then Michael Bay literally just told them, just shut the fuck up. Yeah, like, <laughs> he we'll told them to it, shut the fuck up. That's, You're asking too many. Beautiful. This is Armageddon. This is not about the. Just it's, don't get out of your it's head. It's a Jerry Brockheimer movie. It's a Jerry Brockheimer movie. Okay, it's a Michael so, Bay. Bro, yeah. Oil, oil so, drilling is an artistry, gentlemen. That's why. And they had only two drillers. And if it wasn't for for the Russian guy. You know, like yep. American. So you think components. NASA was smart enough to just send up two American cowboys? Yeah, it's like um, it's like uh, Russian components, uh, <laughs> American co- all made in Taiwan. Yeah, so you're saying so, if Armageddon was made today? Yes, if Armageddon was made today, it, what? It, it, I'm not saying it would have won an Oscar, but I'm saying it would have been in the running to win an Oscar. I'm and saying think it about would the start movies. A war. Think about the movies who who got nominated. Who I'm not saying are similar, but but are. It's pop. What I'm trying to say is that more pop culture movies are going to the Academy Awards. He's, and this motherfucker is thinking like a lawyer right now. What he's doing yeah. is not saying that Armageddon so I think is a bad I, movie. I, he's yeah. saying that just based off of the fact that yes. Marvel movies have been nominated for an Oscar. Yes. And uh, what Our, you call it? What's yeah. that movie? Uh, uh, Suicide Squad has yeah, won so, an Oscar. Yes. And what? And what's this movie that won? This Armageddon movie that won the one last year, the the everything all at once. Yeah. Okay. If that movie was made in 1998, it would have fucking never been considered for an Academy Award because it would say, ah, it's just a popcorn movie. Now, I'm just interested in like some war movie from the 19. I agree or with that. I okay. agree with that. But there so, is no way so a Armageddon Michael Bay film <laughs> will ever win no, best not, film. Okay, you might be right. Yes, but but Armageddon <laughs> was robbed, and a lot of movies I would say through that vehicle were robbed. A Pearl second Harbor. look. What about Pearl Harbor? Oh, they, I mean. It, it's a bad movie. It's a horrible. It's movie. a horrible you, you, you movie. You know but, that Michael Bay but, put. Uh, 
Bro, Bruce there's Bob. no way Bruce Armageddon would win Best Film with a script that bad. That dialogue is <laughs> was written by a nine year old. Okay, are you so kidding me? There are certain movies, but I believed it. There was a musical break in there. What are you talking about? But I believed about? it, man. I don't yeah. What does that have to do with that dialogue? Yeah. Name Listen, one line. Name one line. Name one line. One line. I just I want one line. I know. One memorable I, I can't line. I just quit you. I just named. I just said what the Russian all guy said. All my guys. All my guys are on the ends of the earth. You're gonna have to go find them, and then they I go can't find quit you. And the big black dude's like, "You don't catch big bear. Yeah, you don't catch Papa Bear." That's freaking <laughs> gold, bro. Gold. American you know, award winning. You got you got Steve Buscemi. Yes. You got you got the great late Michael Clark Duncan, who yes. was an amazing guy, just yeah. an amazing actor. Amazing actors. You bro. had this guy. Uh, you know, oh my god, I, th- that scene it brings tears to my eye every single time. It's like that, that, that. that but you that, give an amazing that, actor yeah. that line. That man Owen is Wilson. your daddy. Owen yes. Wilson was in there. Billy Bob yes. Thornton. Owen fucking Wilson. Owen Wilson I love dude. how you're naming these yeah. names, ben but Affleck. if you give it's a good actor cast, but if you give a full all-star what, what, what's bad writing? It doesn't mean anything. Oh my god! Freaking, you know, lines. like at the, my my dad's favorite line in that movie is like, you know, like the guy at the end of the movie. He's like, I want to shake Do the hand think, of the bravest man I've ever met. Yes. Do you or think George Clooney is a good actor? I, of course, I, I Do you think he's a good actor? I, I think he's a good yeah, actor. I, I think he's a good actor, but it's so hard. So you're saying that Batman and Robin was amazing because oh, George Clooney do was in. No, 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 don't do that, bro. Yes. No, no, no. That's you your logic. No, 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 no. <laughs> Listen, yes. Arnold Schwarzenegger, I, greatest action star of all time, uh, was Arnold the Batman. Arnold Schwarzenegger is my favorite actor. So then Batman and Robin was great because Arnold Schwarzenegger was in it. Batman, Mr. Freeze, Batman he could have done a different Mr. Freeze. Shut up. Stop. If you get rid of the You're being a contrarian. If you get rid of the contrarian. No, 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 no. If you get rid of the nipples in include the, the nipples. Everybody love the nipples. Oh, that's just because of the Joe. It's a Joe Schumacher. I love that movie because it was it, it was at the right time for me. See, well, I have this other thing. It's like the, that destroyed the franchise. Okay, but I loved it. <laughs> I love that about? movie. <laughs> in hindsight, it's a terrible movie, but I would watch it today and like and I like love it. And when know, we because were kids, I loved it when I was a kid. When we were kids, wasn't it amazing? Yeah, like listen, all no. the toys it, that came what, out from that. What, no, what is I your favorite? Dude, the motorcycle. Didn't we get Seal? The the song from Seal? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Kiss from a Rose. Kiss from a Rose, man. What, what I is love your how you favorite? guys are naming everything but the movie. <laughs> yeah. What is outside it's, it's a culture. Like it's the a Batmobile culture. Dude, when I was a kid, my, Tim Burton's Batman was the essential oh, Batman. Those and Joel Schumacher yeah. ruined it. Yes. And then, yes, he did because we didn't have Batman after that. For a whole decade. I'm joking I have to agree with you. For a whole decade, we didn't have Batman because Joel Schumacher destroyed the franchise. Bro, it was so bad. Uh, Joel Schumacher apologized to the fans. He literally sent I, out a newsletter saying, I don't agree. I'm sorry I don't think for he this. I don't think he should have apologized. And George Clooney now, also... People are using uh, that as a crutch of like, this is how bad he was because he had to apologize. I, no, he, he apologized. Yeah, he apologized because he know what he did. George Clooney is. We didn't Bruce have Batman Wayne, for years because of that. The, George, George, the so thing with if George I Clooney is Bruce Wayne. He's gonna have to be Batman. He's always gonna be George Clooney, no matter what the role is. He's not gonna be an actor that like hi, he like hides into the character and you it's say, Academy "Oh, he, he's, he's not." He's not Daniel Day Lewis, you know. Like he's an Academy Award winning actor. He, I guess he's he not on the level of Daniel Day but, Lewis, uh, but he is. Humphrey Bogart is Academy Award winning actor. Yeah, they are all the same. He he's the same yeah. person every fucking character he's in. Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. So again, so Humphrey Bogart, Academy Award winning actor, George Clooney, Academy Award. Robert De Niro is the same person Robert in every Niro, movie, and he's uh, an Academy Award shoot. winning actor. Denzel Washington, Denzel Washington is, is the same, same person. So the same now guy the question movie. I ask you: but You like him? Whoa, whoa, You whoa, like whoa, him whoa, because he's of the same character they're portraying? There is a great. I mean, Man on Fire, dude. 
That's a masterpiece. He's the same guy. Yeah, and he's the he's same, the same guy. guy. He's the same guy. And as in, uh, what about John Q, bro? John bro, Q's an amazing movie. How is he not the same dude? Save a child. He's the same guy in John Q. He's the same guy as the the pilot that he played in that. What about a bone collector when he was the the paraplegic? No, but the pilot is not the same. My man, like he's that guy in every movie. He's that like you could do if you could do an impression of him. It's because he plays. He keeps doing that same thing. Do an impression of Robert. De Niro. Do an impression of Robert De Niro. Do an impression. What? Why? Why can you do that? Because that's who he is in every movie. And He's the same guy. The thing is, is like. Wait, do that again? What? Yeah, everyone does yeah, that. And the thing is, is like people take it as like, oh, he's the same person in every movie as a bad. It's not a. It's not a, a, a oh, shot man. at him. It's like, yo, you're so good at playing this part. Nobody They're else. Only, everybody's gonna be like, oh, okay, we got this role. We need a yeah. we need a Robert De Niro type. We need a Denzel Washington type. They they're not doing these. They're not doing but, these movies. Was, I think when it comes back and going full circle here with these movies of the eighties and the and the nineties is sometimes these movies were auctioned off to actors who who the people had an idea or they were writing it for this character. Yeah. But then say like Steven Seagal comes in and he's oh it's auctioned off to Steven Seagal. So now everything that you had where he was being punched now needs to be replaced. Yeah. Because he can't get punched. And now like the writer has no choice but to do that. So sometimes like a lot of these movies were just hindered by the fact that, that people had things in their contract. They had to change it up. That that goes back to the um I think I told you guys on set about the um Beverly Hills cop that it was originally like they say, okay, we want to go funny with it, but we need a big name. Oh yeah. So yeah. the studios were like, okay, let's get Sylvester Stallone to do it. Sylvester Stallone saw the script and he basically changed that whole shit. He was like, yo, I want to change it. I want it to look like it's kind of like a post-apocalyptic kind of thing. Yeah. And rather than saying no, because at the time Sylvester Stallone was a big fucking yeah. name, rather than say no, they were like, yeah, yeah, you know what? Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll do it. And they did that movie. Cobra. And they were like, they called it Cobra. Cobra. And they were like, we're still going to do this Beverly Hills Cop. We just need to find somebody who's not Sylvester Stallone, who's funny. And that's how they got Eddie Murphy. And I was like, damn, bro. That like, is so fucking Big fucking crazy. names. Yeah. Like, if you're a big name, they, they, they won't say no to you. Just They'll just say. Big yes, swing yeah, dick yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll come up. Yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll do, you know, they do like three picture deals or whatever. But mm-hmm. they have no idea what the third picture is. They'll just come up with that. Like whenever they can. It's the same thing with uh, what we heard about uh, Holly Berry and uh, the the X Men movie. You remember? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was. I mean, that shit was rough. Th- those Marvel movies or whatever, they're the same thing. I think there's just the, the think tanks just coming. Remember that in the Gremlins when they're. <laughs> oh, no, all the, oh, you talking oh, about Jordan? Yeah, Jordan Peele, the Jordan Peele episode. They're just coming up with the uh, with the Gremlins. I think there's some just people like coming up with shit. No, one hundred percent. That's why all these movies come out. And they're identical to each other because, like, okay, these people figured it out and yeah. made something successful. And then everybody else is like, oh, look at what they did. All right, let's just do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's all, a money yeah, grab. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And then something makes it, and then they'll make another movie that's similar to it. Bro, that, and, that, and, and, and it's not just in movies, in television shows, too. Like, when, Por- when Power Rangers came out in the 90s and it became the number one kid's show... And it was like a it was like a fucking yeah. epidemic that oh we're gonna make a show oh, yeah. with kids doing karate and they transform big Bro, bad Beetleborgs big or bad Beetleborgs <laughs> Mighty Morphin Power, Power Rangers. Rangers and then do you guys remember fucking Superhuman Samurai Sa- Cyber Squad that was a show Jesus Christ let me look Bro that they, look at the name <laughs> Super Samurai they literally said okay what do kids like well kids like Power Rangers so they like martial arts okay. Samurai, okay. Uh, they have power. Uh, power Rangers have superpowers, okay. Superhuman, 
Um, kids well, also I, like technology, cyber I squad. I was a kid at like, that moment, and there were there, I legit thought that I was like a third degree black belt. Yeah, 100%. At one point in my life. My, my, my I, friends and I, we would yeah. reenact and, scenes from Power Rangers yes. and like do and, karate. And, and none of us took a karate class oh ever. God. I got the chance of working with uh, <laughs> uh, Eric Lawrence Roberts. Brothers. Wow, Julia Roberts' brother, brother who, yes. did, who did porn. He did porn. He was a porn star at one point. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> that's why I would That's why he was blacklisted and his sister like became like skyrocketed. So he did a movie that I watched probably a thousand times. I, I ruined that videotape. It's called Best of the Best. Oh yeah, we spoke about it movie. with James Earl Jones, mm-hmm. and I worked on it. And I was waiting for my chance to get him alone so that I can speak to him about that movie. You know, because like that movie was so so I mean amazing. Uh, he told me he had a soft spot in his heart for that movie. I think he says that to every movie that, that you yeah, talk to him about. he does because he doesn't work a lot. Because he so doesn't remember the he movies. He got a soft spot yeah. for all of them. He soft spot for all of them, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, the, you know, I think, yeah, the movie's freaking amazing. So that, best that's, of the Best is... Best uh, of the Best. I remember that movie. Let me see you a Best of the... That's not the arm wrestling one, right? No, no, that's no over no, the no, top. That's over the top. Yeah, that's that's over the top. Yeah. yeah. No, Best of the Best is like they're... Uh, they're and everybody in that movie is dead already. No yeah, like, way. Yeah, like... Uh, it's uh, free on... Uh, on uh, Sean Penn's YouTube. brother is on that movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I remember this movie. Yeah. This was the to... octagon at a yes. lower level, and everybody else is in, like, stands around, and they're, yeah. like, chanting. Yeah, ah, yeah they have em. to beat the Korean team. Kill them. Oh, man, it's such a great movie. You know you know who has, like, uh, like an affinity for these um, 80s movies, and, like, in all of his movies, he tries to, like, throw them in uh, Christopher Nolan. Oh, Christopher Nolan, in all of his movies, he'll throw in all these 80s actors. So, like, in The Dark Knight, he threw in Eric Roberts. In yeah. Batman Begins, he had the dude from Blade Runner that played the bad guy. Uh, um, the uh, dude with the, gla- with the eyes. He yeah. passed away, yeah. He, he, he was. Did? He passed away, yeah. yeah. Holy shit. Uh, what's his name? Uh, in the rain. He, he used to play the Blind Fury or something. Yeah, that, that guy. a movie called Blind Fury. Yeah. So, he had him in that. In the movie Inception, he had the dude from Platoon. Um, yes. Or yeah, from Platoon, and he was Kurt also Luger, like, yeah. yeah. That, so like he keeps like he it's he like his way of like like showing love to those old eighties act, uh, action actors. Like I, I like that. I think that's uh, that's a, like a cool detail that he does. Um, Rutger Hauer, that's his yeah. name. Rutger Hauer, that's yes. his name. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That dude's awesome. No, and speaking about, I, there's a movie that I have in my eye. Uh, I don't know if you're a fan of the Police Academy. Yeah. I, uh, I, I think I stop at five though. Nope. Maybe when they got to Miami, they got, yeah, Simon Miami Beach. Yeah, that's no, I think six missions in Moscow. I know them all. <laughs> yeah, there's seven. So I think they could remake that. There's a movie. Really I don't know if it was a sci-fi like funded movie with Steve Gutenberg about some tarantula thing. Yeah. You've heard about this movie, yeah. and it it had the the the. The the officer hooks before she died. She was in that movie, and it has a uh, Michael Winslow who's still alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know the guy for the sound effects. Yeah. I want to see this movie. It I mean it looks terrible, but I think uh, <laughs> I think there's a whole episode in that movie by itself. Just on that. Yeah, just on Steve Gutenberg. You know, and it's like if if you wanted to make a movie and you wanted to have Eric Roberts and Steve Gutenberg and Michael Winslow and all these people, if you had just a little bit of money, you could do it. You could do it. They'll work cheap. I mean, they'll work for almost nothing. <laughs> you know, the movie I worked with Eric Roberts, he didn't make a cent. Really? Yeah, he didn't make a cent. He was just willing to just get his name out there. Yeah, he read there. the script and he liked it. That's it. Maybe they got so much money 
that they're comfortable, that they're willing to well, do. Well, I don't like, think Aaron Rodgers has a lot of money. I mean, I mean, he's probably living comfortable, yeah. but, you know, he might get, like, a show here and there, you know? Yeah. Like but it's that, guest yeah, it's that, it's that technique where like the, all these movies, like those Steven Seagal movies that, you know, he fights sitting down and stuff. It's like, you see some guy with some money and then put some of these old ass actors in it, mm-hmm. uh, and shoot with them like one or two days and sprinkle their scenes out through the whole movie and then put them on the cover and you'll sell, you'll sell some shit for sure. You know? Hey, I mean, it says here, um, that Steve Gutenberg has like a lot of rumored projects he wanted to do a sequel to three men and a baby called three men and a bride and that the other <laughs> actors ted uh, ted danson and tom Selleck are like all in like they they want to do it he also said that the script for police academy eight is done and like it's literally all packaged but nobody wants to invest nobody in wants it. to invest in it I, well, bro, that, like it's start. ready no, like, he should definitely kickstart. I, I I'll, I'll work on. I'll like that movie for free. Like I <laughs> I've watched. I watched. Like I am a huge fan of Police Academy. You know, like imagine if you're sitting at home and I'm watching like Police Academy two or whatever. Like in if you draw a circle around my neighborhood in that radius and you extend it out like sixty miles, I might be the only person watching Police Academy Dude, two on a Tuesday sound, afternoon. We have the sound effect on here. There it goes Police Academy. Yes. <laughs> That's the, that's the Blue Oyster. Uh, you yes, the Blue Oyster never call. used that yeah. sound. I've never heard that. That's that the, shit, blue, the legendary Blue Oyster <laughs> cult. I love that fucking How shit, How long ago did you put that on there? Oh, it's I been a very long time ago. years, right? dude, bro. Never played it. <laughs> I never, never played, played it? that. Yeah, Classic. Well, I usually go to the night court thing. No, you, what you guys used to do is go to that dumb rock track. I have that, and then I have the, the outro. <laughs> with the... This is the intro. Yes. And then when they go out, this is this is how they leave because they leave with a big bang with that. Yeah. 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 They do usually. They have like a freeze frame at the end of the movie. Yeah. You see the, the shots from the actual scene. Yes. Oh my god, bro. Yeah, I got a lot of them on here. I got a Golden Girls. Thank you for being. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm surprised I've never <laughs> seen that. What? You never played it. I never played it. Emotional <laughs> Yeah, dude. I, I have a. So yeah, I loaded it so up. So Armageddon was robbed from an Oscar. <laughs> is what I'm saying. Is a huge conspiracy that I'm throwing out there on the internet. Jeez. Yes. Well, uh, everybody, if you can please write in, uh, you know, to <laughs> our homepage. Yeah. Let us know what you think. Uh, yes. If uh, Armageddon was robbed of an Oscar. Yeah. Armageddon is a Dude, great what movie. Movies, you know, let's open yeah. up this question. Okay. What movies do you think were robbed of an Oscar or deserve an award? The Not Dark even Knight. an Oscar. The Dark Knight. Just like <laughs> the well, Dark Knight. Do you, the the the. Do you like the Nolan Batman's more than the than the um? You talking about uh, Tim Burton? Than the Burton Batman's, or yeah. do you see him separately? Like I, you I see them separately. Okay. I, they're they're two. First of all, they're two. Yeah, two different. <laughs> Radically different, different filmmakers, yeah, and you guys, and they both have completely different visions they even of put Batman. The, the nipple Batman in the conversation. No, that's no. A, I mean, I agree. I agree with you that that's not like a, it's an honorable mention, yeah. but no, do not like, like, like don't bring, yeah, don't bring, like, don't bring is, a knife. Tim, it, don't bring a knife, a knife into a gunfight. Like, like, what is what is what is Tim Burton known for? Like Edward yeah. Scissorhands, Beetlejuice. What is Nolan known for? Inception yeah. and mm-hmm. Interstellar. Two completely different yeah. views on and on Memento. On that trilogy. Yeah. So I, I do think it's two separate worlds. I love and appreciate what Tim Burton did, 
but I also love and appreciate what Christopher Nolan did too. Christopher How do you Nolan, feel about this? You know, the new Batman. I mean, you probably you guys talked about. I love about, it. But I, I really like the new. I really like the, the Robert, Robert Pattinson, Pattinson Batman. I loved it. Oh, I thought you were talking about uh, Ben yeah. Affleck. No, no. I loved it, I, and I'm excited to see the next one. Yeah, I, I liked it because it feels more like a detective story. You it know? it felt like a detective story. He doesn't, he doesn't have any superpowers, really, so um, it's like... And, and we've said this a lot on the podcast. The DC animated movies mm-hmm. are fantastic. Yeah. The, the Batman movies that they make, all the Justice League movies that they make are fantastic, and this felt like one of those animated movies come to yes. life. Yes. Yes, it, 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 was, it felt like a comic book come to life. Yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. And I loved now from the technical point, the cinematography is amazing, oh, yeah. fantastic. The score, yeah, everything was was beautiful. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. A lot of people got to watch like, it in the dark room. <laughs> yeah, no, we, no, we actually went to go watch it in uh, an orchestra like that mm, we're playing. Yeah, we watched and it live. Man, That's awesome. It was it was awesome. It was really really good. That's cool. Man. Didn't know how important it was. Until I'm like, oh shit, this shit is dope. Even though they didn't play anything by, uh, they didn't play any of the, the Nirvana stuff. I thought they were gonna play that, but they didn't. Yeah. So anyway, so Terminator Two, I think, was robbed of an Oscar as well. Oh, one hundred percent. Terminator Two. Terminator, huh? Terminator Two. I think. So there's a lot of uh, there's a lot, a of, lot of action movies that were robbed yes. of, of of an Oscar. Yes. Do you think Die Hard was robbed? Absolutely. Of an Oscar? Absolutely. I think if you would have made Die Hard today, I'm not saying it would have won. I'm I'm saying it would have got a nod. I need some to know point. what year Die Hard came out. 1988, I think. 1988. 88, I think, is it? But also look up which movie did win yeah. Yeah. in 1988. Uh, Demolition Man. <laughs> no, I don't because I looked up I Armageddon. You you know, you There's know a sex scene in that movie. You know who won the Demolition Oscar Man. that year that uh, Armageddon came out, right? Who won? Titanic. Titanic? There's no way it was going to be Titanic. Dude, bro. Titanic was big as fuck. I, I saw Titanic. Didn't even want to watch it, but I watched it. <laughs> Amazing That's how though, big right? It was, man. Such a good movie. I got dragged to the movie theaters to go watch that movie by I people who said they watched it. Two I bought or three the times. video and it had two videos. You had to turn them off and then put the yeah. video on. You know, it's gonna be another. It's I our think, generation's Casablanca. I think Armageddon would have won. It, it would have won if it was up against Titanic. It would. It would have gone close. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah. You know, there's sometimes there's dreaming and there's delusional. <laughs> for, uh, for 1988, we have uh, the Last Empire. We have Moonstruck. We have Broadcast News, Fatal Attraction, and Hope and Glory. I think it was Last Emperor that won. The Last I'm Emperor. That's. So. That's the uh, Emperor's a beautiful movie. That's a that's a fantastic movie. That's uh, the last Emperor. Yeah, Last Empire. Emperor. 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 But again, it's like (laughs) Terminator Two though. (laughs) Terminator Two had a heart, man. Terminator Two is about. I mean, think about what the movie's really about. It's about a robot that came to destroy. No, no, but this was this was against uh, uh, Die Hard. Die Hard. Okay, yeah. So, anyways, Die Hard. You know. It has a lot of concepts that we know today, like what we're talking about, like a down and out guy who saves the day. But he doesn't do it to make himself, like, get out of his rut. He just does it because he's in the right moment at the right time. He has yeah, the right this skills. This movie has a guy in a prison who's, like, telling people, like, guys, I was the emperor of China. And they're just like, yeah. we don't give a fuck. Yeah. And, like, he tells his story. Like, you see the flashback and you realize, like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, this guy was the emperor. Yeah. And, like, oh, uh, speak, like, the last samurai could have won an Oscar. I would have felt bothered if it if it won the Oscar. The Last Samurai. <laughs> I once saw that movie on a flight from Los Angeles. The Last of the Mohicans, and it's also it's, Avatar. And it's also. Yeah. And it's I also saw that movie. Dances with no, but you you've seen. I, I've seen you. I there are a lot of movies like there's all, they always once in a while they always make that movie where the teacher comes to like the bad school, 
and then he like. Uh, but it, but it, but it's not he that. saves the day. Oh, it's not that. It's no, the white man came and, and saved the day. Okay, I guess yeah. so. That, no, the white the man problem. doesn't come to save the day. He just the white man comes and realizes, oh, my yeah. white man ways can't. They don't work out, they don't here. Work out here. I have to change my white man ways and become. One a of the rogue people. native. Yeah. You got to go native. In 1991, Oscar Best Picture, we got Goodfellas, we got Godfather 3, we got Awakening, Ghost, and Dancing with Wolves. Can't beat Dancing with Wolves, man. I think that's the one I got it that year. Yeah, oh, I think that's good. the Wolves, yeah. I, it wasn't Goodfellas? Dancing with Wolves. Oh, Dancing with Wolves. Wow. There's a nude scene there too. There's a nude scene in Desert Wolves. There's a nude scene in Desert Wolves. Godfather one and two. No, but the one in the the sex scene in Demolition Man was just disturbing to me as a child. Are you talking about the mind thing? Yeah, with Sandra Bullock. It's just very. I think maybe they had it in the contract that they couldn't do like a scene or something. I don't know why. Why did they make that? What movie? Uh, They're trying to get people to think that oh, back then the nineties. In the future, we're going to have sex with our minds. With our minds. Because they're doing it now. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Are they? Yeah, like sex through like shit. VR and shit, yeah. isn't that happening? It's not sex, man. It's foreplay or five play. If you think about all five, <laughs> five play. <laughs> I think you just you just came up with a new term. Yeah, it's five play. All five senses so, are being. It's like that gum. What's that gum called? Five senses are being. Uh, Y'all remember the five sense gum? Was it that shit? Um, <laughs> those commercials were basically sex commercials. The way that those people were excited about gum. They were basically having sex. Here's another one. That's what I thought about it. Could have won an Oscar. Which Oscar? (laughs) Wow, there's a lot of heart in that movie, movie, man. I would have said maybe costume and makeup, sure. What what movie? Best Picture. The Fifth Element. The Fifth Element? Yeah. All right, I'll give that. I agree. Costume? Yeah. I can give it costume. I mean, Ruby Rod, dude. Hold up. Do they give give an award for, like, best ensemble? Like, best cast? No. No? They should... The, you know that would be bro. a fun one. That'd be a fun one. <laughs> yeah, the fun Emmys, one. the Emmys do that. The Emmys do that. They they most definitely should do that, man. But they do that for like uh, television. It's Does the Expendables get that? They get that. No. You think that's the best ensemble? Well, I mean, it's pretty great. The, it's pretty in good. The running, right? It's that's in the running. running. I mean, it's at least the first one or the second one. I don't. I mean, you think, got not this year. Not we should do year. that. We should do that for Oscar. I season. mean, Avengers. A best ensemble. Yeah, because I don't think they'll win this year. Because. Oppenheimer, oh, that ensemble was pretty good. Fucking Barbie, that ensemble was good. Yeah. I uh, thought Barbie was a good movie. Yeah, Barbie was a good movie. It was. It um, was. That's what I call a popcorn movie. Yeah, my it's not my favorite comedy of the year. My favorite comedy is uh, with Bottoms. Yeah, I heard I from a lot Bottoms. of people that that that's, that, uh, that's a, a good g- fucking movie. That's a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it was produced by the same uh, person who did uh, was it. Kill, Kill, Kill. What's the name of that movie that we saw last year? What Or XXX. Oh, Bodies, Bodies, oh, Bodies, XXX. Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. XXX, I love the XXX. <laughs> XXX of... Or no, oh, was it Pearl. X? X, X. X. yeah. That X. horror movie. Yes. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. It, it brings good you movie. back to those movies like mm-hmm. back in the day. Yeah, they really captured it well. Yeah. It's yeah, just it, no... She's in the movie. She's uh, she's one of the... She plays one of the main characters. It's not written by her. Everybody keeps on going towards this girl saying that, uh, yo, she makes the best movies. <laughs> Those, that, that Bodies, Bodies, Bodies movie, she wrote that. This movie was not written by her. 
This was written by somebody totally different, and that person also directed this one, and it's a way better movie than that Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. What she should stop doing is stop, stop writing, <laughs> start producing more, and get this other girl who, who fucking who wrote and directed this movie to do more. She had everything well, in it. It was a great movie. I like that whole sense of like the you know, with the ex and these movies where like it just happens like you don't need a lot of backstory to the mm-hmm. shit you know. I think uh, Jeepers Creepers was on TV the other day like when it was like Halloween, and I respect that movie. Jeepers Creepers. I mean, I'm not. It's not gonna win an Oscar anytime soon, but no, it's not. It, it just it fills me. No, it's it a fills good movie. me. It fills me with a lot of entertainment. Like yeah. there's a lot. My wife tried to get because she never saw the whole movie and she tried for me to explain the movie. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, what does he do? It's like he just like picks like a part of you to install in his own body or whatever. And it's like I don't know, like I, I found myself getting dumber as I was we, explaining it. We we found out about the history about the guy who made we that. Read movie. Read about the director, yeah, and then oh, really? watch the movie again and let us know if you feel the same. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you. you gotta, you gotta, really? Yeah, it's it's fucking crazy, man. Yeah. It's is crazy. it in a good way or a bad way? Bad way. In a bad, bad way. way. Horrible. He also Horrible. made Powder the movie, and if you watch that movie, knowing what you know about you're, the director, you're, you're gonna see a connection with this all guy's these guys. Got a problem. So, did you notice um, in the movie Jeepers Creepers, the monsters only after the guy, not after the girl? There's a, literally a scene where the girl confronts the monster and he pushes her out of yeah, the way. Yeah, she says, "You can take me. The guy. You can take me." And then, did you notice that uh, in the second movie, it's about a guy, a bunch of guys on a bus? On a bus. And then did you notice that some homoeroticism in the movie Powder with the teacher and the kid oh, yeah. and when they're rubbing the no kid's shirts. head? They had no shirts and, on? Yeah. So the director of that movie is a guy named Victor Salva. The first movie he made was a, a movie about these killer clowns that are going after this kid that are, like, trying to attack this kid or whatever. Okay. He raped the nine-year-old kid that starred in the movie, had him perform oral sex on him, and filmed it. Went to prison and only served three months on good behavior. Came out and made Powder. And Jeepers Creepers and and all these movies are about bad guys going after the young boy, like it's his way. Of, <laughs> I know, dude. Yeah. Wow. All of us yeah. had the same. This is true. Same yeah. face. I know. This is yeah. this yeah, is man. true. Fucking crazy. Yeah, we That's were, why, like, that director has been like, now that the story got out, he's been like blacklisted. Like he doesn't. Yeah, he can't get a. He can't a get script. a job. But. Uh, he was able to do Jeepers Creepers because Francis Ford Coppola was the producer of that movie. Backed him up. Backed Francis Ford Coppola was the producer of Jeepers yeah. Creepers. Yeah, bro. Yeah. I guess yeah. I've never read the credits in that movie. Dude, he he backed him up, and on top of that, he went on to re- he went on record saying that this is his therapy for for what controlling he does. his yeah. pedophil- uh, pedophilia. This is his therapy. So it was like one of those. Ahem, <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, now I think about now I think yeah. differently. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know what's funny <laughs> is that we didn't know about it. And the way you're reacting is the same way we reacted when we had two guests on our podcast who are horror movie masters. Like, yeah. they know so much, and they, they were telling us about it, and we were like, we stop. Like, are you and, and it's so funny, because we were talking about Jeepers Creepers, like, yeah, man, it's a great movie. And they were like, And then I started well, reading about it on my own, and I was like, holy shit, these guys are right. Like, it's all true. It's, it was wow. like, oh, shit. And now we got to tell people. People, <laughs> like, people need people to know. Need to know. <laughs> people need to know, man. People, people need to know. Like it's, it's that's why you don't. It's so funny because when you when you're scrolling through all these uh, subscription channels and movies, they're advertising the Jeepers Creepers sequels more than the original movie because the new sequels are directed by completely different yeah, people. Different people. So like they're they're promoting those movies more than the original one. 
Because it's like, no, no, no. We but I agree with you. The original one. Fucking. <laughs> oh, it's fucking great. <laughs> fucking it crazy. It is, man. I agree. It's like, it's so but much like, better, But, like, that's man. why. That's <laughs> why. It's because he's... Because he he wrote it from so from experience. Into that shit. <laughs> yeah. That's right. You write yeah. write what you know. That's right. what my uh, script writing teacher was telling me. <laughs> write what you know. It's like why are you writing about space and shit like that? If your dad beat you, write about your dad that beat you. Yeah. If you're doing drugs, write about doing drugs. Whatever. Like, yeah. Like bring it home. So that's why they say like Hollywood. <laughs> Hollywood can be a sick place, man. Yeah. Fucking crazy. Yeah. Can be a sick Horrible. Place, we we were like, we're we're never gonna. Have you guys watched it since then? I haven't watched no. it since then, but I watched Sam. it recently on TV. I mean, you know, it's on TV. I my favorite uh, yeah, subscription. To be honest, I mean, is Sling. You don't have to like I not watch Sling. it. Like, yeah, I know. The movie is, yeah, it's a it's a bit of Americana, man. It's Americana horror. You know, <laughs> well, what I mean? it, it it has like, all the elements like this movie that me and my buddy are trying to were, have been trying to get off yeah. the ground for the last ten years. It has that. It just starts out with these uh, youngsters on the road in an yeah. old car, and I think that if you make a movie like that, it has all the right elements because it's at that the was time shot down here. No, not down here. Yeah, but in Florida. Yeah, yeah, no, and that girl, she she's she's like half Cuban and stuff. But oh. any, anyways, uh, like you know, it, it has to be in order for you to be a successful, I think, genre like movie that doesn't have a big budget. You it has to be like in the eighties or something, just right before cell phones were like mm-hmm. common. You know, old cars are unreliable and stuff like that. You know, like it, it, you have to have it. So it had all those things. You not know, that not that I do agree. I do agree that uh, in order to make something, yeah. To make it more terrifying, you got to take away like take away a lot certain of things, things that people find like comfort in. Yeah, like, take away their cell phone. Uh, take away their their ways, uh, their, yeah. their transportation. Yeah. Take away that. Take away their their what you call it their 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 spouse yeah. or something. You have like to that feel to hopeless. Alone. Yeah, I think that's what makes you scary because I, I think that the you know there are all sorts of scary creatures out there and scary things and things that two heads and and dragons stuff. You know the scariest movie you could ever make is a movie about you being at home and somebody's trying to get it. Mm-hmm. You don't know what it is, but an, a, an entity. That you have no idea what it is, and there is a great movie, uh, which was actually remade into the movie The Strangers, but uh, the French Romanian movie, it's called Them. Um, uh, it was, a, I mean, that movie like scared the shit out of me because it's, I mean, it has a twist at the end of the movie, which I'm not gonna ruin. But uh, it's just that it's just like uh, these people are trying to get into your house, and you have no idea who they are, or what they are, mm. and and that's it. Have that's you ever just... seen The Collector? Yes. About the the burglar trying yes. to get in. Yes. Yeah, that's a, that's a good yeah. movie about like trying to get in. Next, you know, you're trying to get out. Yeah, but there's other people in there. Oh yeah. I, I first time I saw that movie, I was like, oh shit. I thought it was gonna be at first. I thought it was gonna be like uh, a horror movie. Then I saw the the second trailer. And yeah. It made it seem like a, an action movie. Yeah. And then when I actually watched the movie, I was like, wait. So this this dude, he's a bad guy who turns into a good guy because he's trying to save yeah. the people who are in here. Yeah. Like, oh, this is uh. This is a, a different take. But when it when it uh, you know it makes you think a certain way, yeah. like it changes the way that you're thinking about something, and you're like, oh man, this is crazy, you know. Mm-hmm. You know that's like sometimes a little too challenging to audiences. That's why I think a lot of times when movies do that, they get like a shit rating. Yeah. Because sometimes people don't want to be challenged with their initial yeah. um, like observation yeah. of something. That's why, I mean, there's not too many movies that really do that where it's like, no, hey, gotcha, motherfucker. Right? Yeah. You thought it was about this? No, it's about this other thing. Yeah. And now we just challenged your, like, whole thought about burglars by making this guy, like, relatable. Well, I think that's inherent in American cinema is the only thing that I hate because I'm a real huge fan of, like, suspense and horror movies and, 
and stuff in, in when you look at uh, French or, or Italian, I mean, not Italian, but you know, when you look at other, I mean, even Australian and stuff like that, you look at some movies, and um, you know, like the, the American cinema has a tendency to, in the editing, to fuck it up. Like sometimes uh, they'll hold a shot of the person who is clearly the bad guy, uh, and it has that whole Scooby Doo thing. You know, because when you watch the Scooby-Doo show, if you're a kid, you're not going to get it. But, mm. like, when you're an adult and you're watching the Scooby-Doo show, you're like, oh, yeah, like, the owner, like, the manager is the bad guy, you know. Because every single time they cut away, they're going to cut into his face and he's going to have, like, a grin. You know, it's like, why? Why are you doing that? Like, you're just giving this shit away. Right. You know, and, mm. like, uh, like, European cinema goes about it a different way. It's more about something uh, which is it's widely known, but it's called the unseen menace. It's like the more, the less that you see it, you know, you know it's out there, but like it's like the less we see it, man, is the best. You I know, I really do like yeah, that, I and I like that. And like you know, I think that one of my favorite movies as a kid was like Alien, the original nineteen seventy nine Alien, mm-hmm. and I think that that movie is not uh, in a, in its own right. Um, you know, that's one of his masterpieces because that movie is a real horror movie, and the and I think that that movie could be re released today, and you just have to replace two shots in that movie. There's a shot. When when she bangs the robot over the head when when he's like coming out of the table, yeah, you know, and there's some blubber in the in the model. I think that that you know I think they should just stay on a shot of Sigourney Weaver's face, maybe like with some blood splatter or whatever, or like some of that juice splatter. And then the last shot in the movie when he pushes the alien out the ship, you can see it has feet because yeah. it's just a guy in a in a in a suit. So Van the Dam. alien has like yeah like like Wasn't just. But no, that, no, was, that was a predator. predator. My bad. But the thing about that movie is that it, 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 you barely see the creature. You don't see it at all, right. and you have no idea when it's come out. And you know, like, like you know, like there, there are movies that that you know just inherent in the way that they're made that you're just giving too much away. You know, you're just showing too much. Um, so you know, it, it comes from that. There was a great. It's that feeling. If you have a feeling of hopelessness when you're watching the movie, even if you know that you're gonna be okay, because you're just like you're not in that movie. But yeah, well, they they. I mean, Alien had the best tagline ever, and it yeah. goes. It, it falls back to what you're saying about yeah. that hopelessness. It's in space, no, no one, one can, can hear you scream. scream. It's yeah. that like, dude, yeah. you're fucked. Yeah, no there one was is there to great, help you. When I was studying some of those movies uh, for research, there was a movie. Uh, you guys probably saw. It was called uh, Wolf Creek. Oh my it's god! That movie, Wolf Creek. That's Wolf, a hard movie to that's watch. That's a hard movie to watch. So it takes place in the out. So one of the countries I've always wanted to go to Australia, not to go see yes. any of the uh, yeah. of the. Not that's a one that watch. Movie. Yeah, that's that a one movie. fucking watch. That's uh, I watch it once and I'm done. That movie, and it's just like being at the wrong place at the wrong time, uh, and just what's out there, you know, like what these people are so savage, you know. Like, they just have nothing to do with their time or whatever. Like, what, what is it, you know? Dude, yeah, I remember that movie. I, you know, when you said the Australian movie, I thought you were talking about the other one. What's the other one that we watched about the guy who was, like, he was killing people in his town? Wolf Creek? Wolf Creek, yeah. That's not the one. Is Wolf it? Creek is about the people who got, one of them got sniped, right? There was another one about the guy who was putting people in barrels. Oh no, that's a bit. That's a true story. That's, that's a, a true, true story. story. That, yeah. uh, Snowtown? Yeah, Snowtown Murders. Yeah, Snowtown Murder. That, I thought you were talking about that. Have you seen that? that? I never seen it. That Dude. one is. Uh, I I had to like walk out of the watch. room a couple times when really? we were watching it. I had to walk out of the room because like I was like I need to get some air, man, because this is the, the most disturbing story I've ever seen in my life. Based on a true story. Based and on they, a true story. They bro. took out some of the like the more gruesome stuff. 
because after the movie, they said that, you know, it's based on a true story. It then It said, uh, like, um, this guy was going around... This is the crazy part. He was going around killing people, but, like, mutilating them, putting them in tanks of acid, hiding the tanks, doing all this crazy shit, strangling people, killing them. But his defense was, when he was in court, he was like, yo, I did you guys a favor, because who was I killing? Pedophiles? Molesters? People, like, sick people? Yeah. But then he was also, like, really homophobic, too. Like, if someone was gay, he would fucking kill them and oh, shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, You know? And then... Yeah, it's kind of... And, and like, <laughs> and he saw it as, like... You're welcome. Like yeah. that that this is my service to you guys. And then they had they they did a whole movie about it. But the movie is so fucking realistic, dude, that like there were times I forgot that it was a movie. Like the shit that he was doing and I don't like there's a there's a scene where this one kid is like molesting a kid younger than him and he finds out about it and he goes to strangle him. Dog, the strangulation looks so fucking real. Like, he looks like he's really pulling on that cord around the kid's neck. And then what he would do is, like, once the kid was, like, on his last breath, he would let go to, like, fuck with him. And then when the kid had air, he would do it again. And, like, I got up and walked out. I was like, I can't watch this. He just constantly did it like that. It was crazy. And then you find out, like, later on, we went on uh, on the Internet to look at more information. They were eating some of the people. Yeah. They were eating some of the people? Yeah, they were eating some of the people. And Jesus. I was like, holy shit. So like, one of the most horrendous movies yeah. I've ever seen. That's a one watch, and I'm done. That's a one watch movie right there, because I, I don't plan on watching that movie. Again. I but think that shit's happening a lot more than we think it is. Oh, 100%. The, what's that, well, the yeah. one, the, I don't know, if, was that movie real, like the, the, the Poughkeepsie tapes? The Poughkeepsie tapes. The Poughkeepsie tapes. Let me see. How you yeah. Uh, it's like a town in New York. Was that recent? No, that was like in the 90s or something. It was like about this guy who like um, uh, captured people in this snuff film to them. It was like a real thing. But they, he was never caught. Well, I know they just caught somebody uh, up in New York, whatever, recently. This guy that had been terrorizing the whole area and burying people out uh, by the beach in the dunes. Really? Damn, that's scary shit. Yeah, yeah no, he, he, like, the, he's been running rampant there for like decades. Maybe it is a Poughkeepsie. Is that near Poughkeepsie? What's Poughkeepsie? It's like some town up north in New York or something, like some somewhere up there, some small town, you know, where sh- shit like that happens. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a pseudo. It's a pseudo documentary. So it's oh like, yeah, you know, yeah. They say that it's influenced, but they said the Wolf Creek thing is um, is based on like true stories, but it's like multiple true stories that they put in together. Yeah, I'm sure there's fucking... So, yeah, that, so you don't want to go to Australia? None of y'all want to well, go to Australia? Well, if you do some research, <laughs> it's mind-blowing how big the Australia. continent is. And it's... it's And how small the cities are compared to the yeah, whole outback. Like, like, there's so much stuff out there that, that yeah. ha- haven't been settled. and Yeah. So I'm sure like, like you, people like him do exist out there where they're just like... Dude, I'm not gonna get caught. Like, if Fuck you're it. in a city in Australia, like, like, like in Perth or something like that, you're closer to like, you're closer to like Indonesia. Like, it's shorter for you to fly to Indonesia than it is to go to like to Sydney. Fuck. Yeah, that's such a crazy concept. Yeah, so huh. well, it's like us. We're closer to. Uh, no, I think it's New York. New York is closer to London than they are to California. Yeah. So it's like. I'm, I didn't know that shit until yeah. somebody said, yeah, if you fly over to London, it's a shorter trip than flying over to California. Yeah. It's crazy. But that's, that's fascinating shit. Um, 
Yeah, Crazy. I think that's uh, shit. I think that's been our episode. I did want to tell you guys about that. Um, in Pearl Harbor, uh, Michael Bay did put a scene of uh, John McClane in the movie. Wait, what? Is it true though? Yeah, because someone said that it, it was just an extra that really looked like him. It's the same it's, scene of Michael uh, of uh, John McClane with the with the cell phone like this, like he, like this. But they said that Michael Bay did it. And I watched the clip, and I'm like, "No way! This can be this can be real." I hope it is true. That movie is very hard to watch. Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Because it's just a, it's just I just don't. I mean, I, think I, I that's it was a movie that I only watched once, you know, but I think it was. It, it I was. I have to respect that it's about this huge national tragedy that happened to America, and it's a wound and all this stuff like so that. So you're saying that you don't want Michael Bay to do it? No, you don't want it's Michael not. Bay to touch it. It's not that I wanted Michael Bay to do it. It's just that I don't care about the movie enough to give a shit about the movie. Well, because they didn't focus on the Pearl Harbor. They focused on, on the some, love triangle. Some love triangle that That's, nobody that cares about. That was the about. problem. Yeah. That's why everyone yeah. hated it because it's like... And, you know, I'm not opposed to you having a little love story in the movie. I think that a movie needs to have enough for everybody, you know? But, you know, exactly. Don't make it the focus well, of the that, damn movie. That's what Pearl Harbor... Not Pearl Harbor. That's what uh, Titanic was about, was it not? Yeah. I think Michael Bay well, must have solved... I, uh, you know... Titanic was like, I'm, we I'm not gonna defend. I'm not gonna defend Titanic, but if you made a movie about a ship sinking, mm-hmm. I, I think it would just been a movie about a ship sinking. Mm-hmm. So, but the fact that they, it's a love story about class like, and the, yeah, the system right. and all these things, but with the backdrop of the Titanic and the time, I think it's genius. Like you know, and then you have the whole thing that the old lady like is telling the story to, uh, you know, at the end or at the beginning and the end, um, you know. So I think it's I think it's just good good writing. When you watch Pearl Harbor, the actual Pearl Harbor part yeah. is the last fifteen minutes of the movie. Like, yeah, was it? Yeah, I because it was like because the whole the movie, the movie. No, yeah. the whole movie is the two guys, their children. They yeah. go to flight school together. Yeah. They join the military. They yeah. da, 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 da. They're both they banging the, girl, the same chick. They're banging the same yeah. girl. And then at the end, it's like. Oh, that's right. There's Japanese people planning the, to attack the yeah. country. And you know, and I, I went to, <laughs> I went to Pearl Harbor, and it's definitely a huge experience. But you know, yes, I, I, I would say that uh, that Michael Bay, like, it, uh, you know, I mean, it was, it was, it was the wrong, you know, it, it, it should have the the given it to like Clint Eastwood or something. This yeah. is what I feel about Michael Bay. They made Transformers too, right? The writers made Transformers. You know what his contribution was to that script? And I'm not kidding. Like, they even say it in the fucking DVD behind okay. the scenes. What is One of the Transformers um, is this giant fucking, it's the size of, like, a skyscraper, and it's walking by. And the running joke no was that way. it had the, the te- it had two um, demolition balls. I don't know what they're called. Uh, wrecking oh, balls. the wrecking balls, yeah. As testicles. And he was the one that added that, like, yo, you know it would be funny if we had, like, two wrecking balls as, like, the testicles of the... Transform. That to me is Michael Bay in a nutshell. Like he's that fucking he's that idiot he's that in the guy. back of the class that, that wants to do like so you, you remember be, you yeah. remember the toilet jokes and shit. You remember when a, it's like uh, one off, of the best moves, right, Pat? <laughs> well, you remember off off when off the air when we, or when we were, were recording when mm. I said that uh, directing is an entry level position. Yeah, <laughs> I think that Michael Bay took that and ran with it. One hundred percent, bro. He uh, he he was the one that came up with the idea. Why don't we add a transformer who's black? Give him a gold tooth. Big Years like he did, he did the, that too, the huh? stereotypical racist shit. Oh, that's crazy. Bro. Wait, really? This happened? Really? <laughs> yeah, that, in the same movie. That's in the, the same, same fucking movie. The in the first movie. one? You know what's really crazy movie. is I hate movie. that character. I hate him too. Dude, you, I hate you that know what's character. Crazy, man? It's like, but they're I robots. They, watching that fucking huh? movie. They're robots. It's they're like, 
But why? What? Why a gold tooth? Yeah, yeah. a small ass robot, a little crackhead robot. Why? <laughs> if it's a robot, <laughs> it was a crackhead why? robot. You saw him. Like he had one big eye, one small eye with a like. Yo, two I didn't think that's that's exactly what the fuck the little guy is, man. Dude, a little yeah, crackhead a little fucking crackhead. robot, man. Dude, and it, it's funny because Holy I remember shit, watching that. that movie in the theaters. And there were just people who were laughing at the ball. This guy is and so And I just remember annoying. being like, not laughing at it, and just watching like, why would the robot have balls? Right? They don't. They don't yeah. do that. They no, don't I do that. want to say before this thing is over that everything I said here, <laughs> I don't really mean. Uh, uh, I love Michael Bay, and if he oh, called man. me to work on this movie, I would say yes. I would tell him that Armageddon is one of the best things I've ever seen. Yes, exactly. He's in on the joke, man. Everything is uh, everything goes back to yeah, like really, that like, fucking movie that he if he's not in on the joke, man. <laughs> I mean, I think oblivious, he, right? He has to be, you know. <laughs> what's that music? What's his favorite musical again that he likes? Uh, he likes uh, a musical, Nickelback. No, no. There, I, there's a documentary about Michael Bay, and they were saying like all, all his movies are basically him trying to make. It's a musical that came out. Uh, I don't think he watches music. I, I saw like I saw Michael Bay on was, set that I was in once. I, I shot I not I lit a music video, a very famous music video mm-hmm. with uh, Drake and, and Chris Brown. And the director of that music video is intimately friends with Michael Bay and he was on set. And he, he looks like like he, he looks like he's a homeless man sometimes. See? Well I mean if you're making that kind of money yeah. you got a fucking big ass uh Optimus Prime in yeah. your fucking backyard on Star Island, I guess you can look homeless. Yeah, I guess. But they they say he has like an imbalance or something, like he like yeah, there was like this thing that he couldn't speak like some like uh, some thing that he was like gonna speak live on and he like walked off set or off the stage or something. No, like he that. just got nervous and he walked got off. nervous and yeah, walked he, off. Yeah, what yeah, happened? Yeah, yeah. He's he's just not a professional person. Doesn't know how to speak. But you're a direct, You're a director. Dude, he yells at people. And he yell, yeah. yeah. There's yeah. there's like a camera camera ACs and shit like that. Who, yeah. Who told me stories about like working on a Michael Bay film. And they said that, bro, we had to go, like, we had to walk, like, fucking yeah, two bad, miles. Bad, bad boys. Remember yeah. Megan Fox? She, no. And the, she got written off of the series because she called him a Nazi. Yeah. No, the, is, these man. electricians that we work with on yeah. set, they said that, you know, they run, like, miles and miles of cable, like, heavy-ass cable from the generators. And sometimes they don't even shoot in the street where they were planned to do. And they just have a lunchbox there to plug in, like, somebody's cell phone or something like that, you know? Like, you ran, like, miles and miles of cable where, like, money was down the drain to to make this happen so that you can maybe put a light. Like, there's no, you know, like, mm-hmm. sometimes we're out making, like, little movies or, or like, we think so hard about the, the plan that yeah. we're going to execute. And these movies that have millions and millions of dollars spend so much money on. Just for somebody to have Just a, for somebody to, to a charge, a charge you know, yeah. Um, I have a friend that lives out in California, Sharon. Um, she went to his house. So wow. she has a, a friend who ha- has all these connections. And she was like, we're going to go to Michael Bay's house. And she was like, she didn't know who Michael Bay was. And she was like, okay, who's Michael Bay? And she's like, the guy that made Transformers, Bad Boys, all this. And she's like, what are we doing at his house? He wants to show us um, one of the Transformers. We're going to watch it at his place. Uh-huh. And... I was, and then she went, and he apparently he has like his own theater room, all that. But when they were walking in, he told them, "You are not allowed to take any photos inside my house. You can't take any photos, nothing, no phones, wow. whatever." And that he, he has an <laughs> underground museum of like, oh, this is the Bumblebee car. This is a replica of Optimus Prime. Like he has that below his house and everything, and 
that he is so, like he's basically Kanye West. Like he's like, no, you're he gonna come to my house movies. to watch my movie. Yeah, and oh. I'm gonna sit down and watch you watch my movie. Like his ego is like. She said that it was like one of the creepiest <laughs> moments. Like she was like, she felt uncomfortable. She was like, I guess that's, so that's probably what those kids. And I wanted to leave. What those kids in Michael Jackson's house would have, what must have thought. Uh, Neverland Ranch, man. Yeah. Bro, I think he was just doing some weird... This guy's trying to be... Uh, trying yeah. to do his best impersonation of Tom Cruise. Or he was just doing Miami. some weird that shit, or, uh, that, that sounds more like the... What was that show? The Miami... Uh, the fucking detective show with the redhead guy that oh, say the uh, one line is... The oh, Law Order, oh, uh, SVU, yes, CSI, CSI, CSI Miami. CSI Miami. Right. It's yes. like, uh, Sounds like another rape story to me. <laughs> yeah. Like, honestly. That's so a, creepy. It's so creepy, They had a Mad TV, like, see, uh, like, you know, it's like a... <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Well, that here's, here's crazy, a question. Man. Here's a question. Uh, wait, wait, which famous guy, pe- person's house would you want to go into that you would feel, like, safe? Safe? And, and you, you might have, like, a connection with, you know? I don't, I don't think anyone in Hollywood I would feel safe. I would say Jack Black, maybe. Jack, but wouldn't you be scared that like you know that whole thing where like I can, I can where over, I can overpower you know Jack Black. you know what they say like meet, meeting your heroes and stuff like that you should never meet your heroes like wouldn't yeah, you be afraid of that? Tom Hanks, dude. Tom Hanks. Yeah, dude. you get you get the person who is so on one side of the spectrum of like yeah. oh he must be great. Yeah, because you know it's not. Yeah, bro, it's gonna be dark as shit. No, because like when I was a kid, like there's a lot of stuff. You know, we work in the industry and we see some people. And, like there was like I, I was I'm a I was a huge basketball fan and I, I saw like Michael Jordan play when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, against the Heat and stuff. And I was huge into like uh, Dennis Rodman. Yeah, like I fucking loved him. You know, uh, but then I, I got to work with Dennis Rodman on a couple of commercials. And he's and, a piece of shit. And he's a piece of shit. And, you know... But he was a piece of shit back then, He though. was a piece... Well, I didn't know that because I was a kid. I, yeah. I just yeah, saw... He was, he was he, a bad he was boy of the NBA. Yeah, <laughs> I, I liked that, you know. So, but then we worked with him on this thing, and, and I remember I was overworked because I took a job, and he just had to come on screen and, like, deliver some lines, but he was in his, um, in his uh, you know, in his green room, and he wouldn't come out. And I kind of got the feeling, like, let me just go in there and be like, yo, dude, like, I got up, I put my pants on this morning, and just come out and say the fucking line so we can all go fucking home. Like, yeah. let's make this easy. Like, you just show all you have to do, you know? I wish they had somebody like that on set that, yeah. to talk to the actors like that, to, like, make them feel like, because I feel like sometimes these motherfuckers feel like they're, yeah. they're not human anymore. Yeah. It's like they're above human. And I just want somebody to just be And like, it's the oddest people who you might never know. <laughs> the oddest people who you might never know are like the coolest dudes ever, you know? Um, who was it that like blew my mind? Like, you know, we've done like a lot. I mean, this is a known thing for Miami. Like, like mm-hmm. we've done a lot of Pitbull music videos. Pitbull is like the nicest... Nicest dude ever. Like, that dude's a local. That dude's a local. Like yeah. he understands. Like he, I, he understands. Like the, 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 the. You know the hard work. I think you know. Mm-hmm. So he just comes in, does his shit, goes home. You know, like Rick Ross was. Uh, he was like that too on a, a little pump music video. Yeah. Like he came in, he did his thing, and then a little pump wasn't. Wasn't showing up, and it was a little pump. Music a little video. pump music video with feet. Yeah, yeah. It's like that speaks like. And I was like, damn, dude. And then uh, Rick Ross said, well. So I could just leave, or y'all, y'all want me to shoot like extra stuff just in case if he doesn't show. That's and and we're like, yeah, we'll shoot some extra <laughs> shit. So they start finding other places for him to shoot, and then as soon as yeah. he left, uh, like uh, Little Pump didn't show up. And as soon as he he left and he was gone, Little Pump showed up, and then he came back, and I was like, holy wow. shit, bro! He yeah. came back. 
I'm like, this motherfucker must be mad. They, it was a pissed off day, man. Everybody was mad at that motherfucker, Lil Pump, dog. Lil Pump. <laughs> that's when that's when he like that's when he was like actually big. He came out with that Gucci Gang song. Well, that you know that's the whole thing. When we back when I used to do music videos and something, there was a, a Melly music video mm. where yeah, he Melly. Was, yeah he was in he was in prison at the time, so they made a puppet in his. In his, uh, in his likeness, in his likeness, uh-huh. and this is an actual music video. You, and we and we shot the puppet, and uh, there was a Kodak Black music video where the director wanted to do these huge locations and all this stuff, but Kodak Black failed to mention that he was under house arrest in his mother's house in Miramar. So we had to shoot in his mother's house in Miramar. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so, all these things that happened. Just for a little communication, but yeah. So you had to go to his mom's house and yeah. shoot the music video. Yeah. How big was the truck that y'all took? That y'all took it was over? just like a van or something. It wasn't. It wasn't oh, big. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't like. It was definitely like. Uh, you know, it, I used to work with this guy. Uh, I'm not gonna name names, but he, he was. You know, music videos were notoriously known for not paying. Yeah. So the only way that I would work with this guy is at the beginning of the day. He comes around the grip truck and then he opens an envelope and like he like puts the, like a wad of cash. It's how we good, all right, cool, cool, yeah. And then I go to every guy on my team and I give them the cash and be like, all right, just just bear with me. If we're here more than twelve hours, then we'll, we'll figure out what to do. We'll start packing. So like we start packing. Like there was a music video we were shooting. I, I don't remember who it was, but we started shutting off the lights. Like the artist was there, like doing his shit in the performance, and the generator went down. Everything went dark, and they couldn't say shit because they didn't they didn't have money to pay us. Like that was the deal. That was the deal. The deal was it's like we're gonna work hard, but. Um, you know, if, if that if we're here for twelve hours, we'll, we'll bust ass and we'll mm-hmm. do what needs to be done. We're paid in cash at the beginning of the day, and it w- it wasn't that we were trying to be like bad guys or anything. Like that, no, but we got we got burned so many times. We got burned so many times. I got taken advantage of so many times that, that that the only way that we were good and doing it is if the business was handled up front. Yeah, because well, like we we held our word. We were there at the time, and and that we needed to be. We did the nah, work. I so agree with you, you can't with that. you can't like you know you you were the guys that dropped the ball. You were the guys that. That you know, and you know, and I saw like models were getting paid, Lamborghinis were getting paid. And I, you know, I started pointing at them. How, why is he here? Right. That Lamborghini <laughs> costs money. That stuff costs money. That costs money. You know, like bro, they had bags of weed. Do you think that's free? Like you get, you know, like shit. Like, where's my money? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Nah, man, I agree with you. 100%. So yeah, totally. That's how. Uh, what you call it? Um, Martina, the guys at MU two. Yeah, that's how they do it. Like, uh, if it's a music video. He said that he doesn't take his equipment out of the, the yeah. vehicle yeah. unless they already getting paid. Yes. Like I'm not, I'm not moving unless I'm already getting paid, which it seems like that's a common that's a common practice for music videos because yeah. there's a chance that you that's dude, there's a, a music video that I did. And it doesn't in matter 20, who the artist is twenty one hmm. and I still haven't gotten uh, like really? fully paid for. Jesus. Like that. There's at least like two or three jobs that I never gotten paid for in my in my and it'll happen to you. It'll happen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, damn. The contracts, it's, man. Yeah, well, man. It's yeah. not even, some people don't even respect anything. Mm. Contracts, bro, because then that's it. You, you take them to, to court. The, the Better Business Bureau. I mean, I was told about it. You could take it to the Better Business Bureau so they'll never have to work down here. It's hard for them to get, like, uh, uh, like uh, what's that, releases to, to, to well, film here, I, I, I got something stuff. here. I got something. I mean, not, not nothing related, but, like, mm. I bought a piece of film equipment, like, mm-hmm. lighting from a guy in San Francisco, not to make the story long. Yeah. But sometimes, you know, you see, like, a listing on eBay or something like that, you know, and, like, you might, you know, they might have the person who's selling it who was, like, a rental house or somebody, some camera house or whatever. Mm. So, usually, you know, eBay has a fee. 
uh, and I've gotten like burned in this in the past because eBay has found out that I'm trying to make a deal outside of eBay. It's nothing bad. It's just I want to get a better deal from the guy. He has it there for a price, but he can knock off like a few hundred dollars if we just make a deal, right? Yeah, go direct. Absolutely. I've done this in the past and stuff like that. I never gotten burned. So recently I made a deal like that. The guy never, he doesn't respond, never, I'm out like more than $5,000. Oof. So, and I have his number, I have his house, I have everything. So I'm trying to devise a plan of how... How to scare him into giving you your money back or give you the item? I just want the item. I I, I mean, I'm assuming that he's not going to give me the money back because, you know, and it it was in share grid, but, uh, you know, I I went outside of the system and stuff like that. I mean, what what is it? I have to be able to do something. I'm not going to, like, you know... I was thinking, like, can I, like, go out of my way and hire, like, an off-duty police officer so I can go to his house and, like, knock on his door? I would say, yeah. Huh? An off-duty police officer? Yeah. You can hire an off-duty police officer, can't you? You can hire a police officer, but they have to be on duty. No, but they'll, they'll be off-duty, but then once you hire them, they'll be they're on, on duty. duty. Yeah, so, yeah. man, like, a one who's not assigned a job, who, who's on his off day. Like, you know, sometimes we have street closures and stuff like that. Like, we, yeah. we have police detail on site, but they have to be on duty. Yeah, because that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, if there's yeah. an emergency, they have yeah. to go. Yeah, yeah like, they're, they're basically working for, for you, in a sense, right? Like... The, but you have to understand what is the purpose of the police officer is to uphold the law. Yeah, so that means he's on duty and a little bit of intimidation. Yeah, that, well, that, that's but what I'm saying. That, but that's illegal. Like, <laughs> no, no, I don't, he I don't loses mean his job as a police I don't, officer. I don't, yeah, no, well, I, I don't mean an off-duty police officer. I mean a police officer who is somebody who was who was a former. Who, Navy who I'm SEAL? paying like forty dollars oh. an hour, just as if I was hiring him to to. But what know, is his responsibility? To be a police officer. Because he's gonna be like, yeah, you you took you took this guy's. Money. I just want to be able to go. So so pol- that has nothing to do with police. The investigation? No, that there no who's pressing charges. Well, it's not about pressing charges. I, I can't do anything legally because all I have is an e- a, a, a stream of text messages that say, hey, yeah, here's the money. Right, but that's a court thing. That's yeah. something you take to court and you deal with lawyers. I think you can police still do it. cannot do anything. Not the police thing, but you take that. Police to court. cannot do anything. Yeah, but the thing about taking it to court and stuff, it's like I mean, right like now, us, if a customer comes in and comes yeah. into extreme and does an activity and doesn't pay for it, the police are going to be like, "What the fuck do you want us to do about it?" Take them to court. That's why you well, fill out a subpoena. I, I just, you know, I, I want. They I haven't want broken any I, laws. I guess yeah, you're right. Yeah, they haven't but broken any laws. But he did. He stole from you. He but took he your money. Yeah, and right? I sent them so a company check to his company. When someone steals from you, what do you do? You punch him in the face. No, no. no. You put him in a fucking wheelchair. No, no, but listen, I have a lot of hate in my heart for this person. And but the police cannot do anything. But I, I wrote the last email I wrote to him that I never got a response. It's like it's like I'm really, you know, like I'm. It's I'm just mad at myself, you know, that mm-hmm. that I I you know because that it really, this happened that this happened because like you know I, there's no repercussion to this, you know, and he won't respond. But like I have his address and I have his phone number. Like at the least I can do is go to his house. If he's not gonna respond, I should be able to knock on his door and be like, I mean, no violence or anything. 100%. Just, just like I'm not, you know. But I would like what I think if you show up at his house, there there's gonna be like there's gonna be like some type of. Police being called or some type something along those lines. Like, that's could, not yeah, could, could it, yeah, like could, could it, No, but I can use it. Like, what if I just sit on his property and be like, like I'm not gonna leave until I get my stuff. Like, right. But, but if that guy who owns the property says, "I want you off my property," you're trespassing. Now the police are gonna work against you and kick you yeah. off and arrest you, you for trespassing. Go, go the go the lawyer route. It's the it's the safest one for you. And then I, I know that you could put like all of your court costs can be tacked onto how much he has to pay you back. So then there's no money out of your pocket. 
kind of thing. Yeah. Like so, it's but gonna I, be five thousand. I just want my my more. thing or 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 something that he has of 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 value that that is that you know like maybe he has like. You want to? I mean, I gave him I gave him more than five thousand dollars for a piece of gear he was supposed to mail. Like it, it's not that hard. Like this all sounds, you have, this sounds all, more like a soprano. All, all you have to do no listen. All, all he had to do. I was do, gonna say like is there like, God I gave you, I, I signed the check that he cashed and, yeah. and you I gave you the money and and you're supposed to. That's send why, me the stuff. That, wh- and, and what this about is what this? I tell is, people this is why contracts are important. <coughs> you have them sign but the, the contract. The contract before. is in the the contract is in the text message. That's not a that's not a contract, sir. I mean, that's it, not a contract. No, 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 no. A contract has been viewed up upon by a lawyer. It um, what it what's the word? It's been, yeah, like um, a like a no, no, it's been notarized. It's been notarized. Once they sign it and they violate that contract, then you could take them to court and you could sue them. And so you get and you him? and you make that money. He can't sue not him right off now? of a text message. No, nah, but you can get in touch with a lawyer and have them send a nasty fucking letter yeah. of, of intent and all this shit. But that's but that's and, the problem with the yeah. film industry is that you have these young guys who have no idea how to make a contract that and that's why they keep getting burned. That's why they keep getting yeah. doing productions where they don't get paid. Yeah. No, I mean like for example, like when we do when when you know when we rent equipment and we put stuff on set, like nothing goes on unless you, we have a contract look, signed yeah. on yeah. stuff. You yeah, look but, at any other industry, you look at independent yeah. contractors, yeah, yeah, they, they have, never deal yeah. with that because bro, you signed the contract. Yeah. You're paying me or we're gonna settle yeah. this shit in court. Exactly. Yeah. No, I it's my fault because I, I you know, I thought I Googled him and I and I you know, he has a company with an address and he has a thing and you know, like you see you saw he got all the Yeah, logistics. I saw that he has all the stuff. So I'm like thinking it's like, hey man, like you know and we, we were talking like back and forth you know, it's like, hey, yeah, no, totally, yeah. And he was able to knock off some stuff off the price, which is amazing and stuff like that. You know, like, it, it sounded like a deal. You know, I wasn't, ex- listen, I wasn't expecting him. for you, thing, dude. I wasn't yeah. expecting him to send the item right away. He wrote an email back one day telling me that he had gotten COVID, some fucking crazy story, whatever. I would have I said, you know, it was already like a month after, whatever, dude. Like, you know, whatever's going on in your life is whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was even, um, Saying, like, you know, like, I didn't tell him, but I, I was going to be like, oh, like, if you need, like, an extra, like, like, if you ship it today and you show me that extra thing, I, I can pay, maybe give you an extra 200 bucks for the shipping. You know, obviously, once I get, like, a tracking number and stuff like that, like, if you're doing Do you hard. Do you know anybody in California? That's the thing. I There's a DP that I reach out to that doesn't know the guy or whatever. Like, I haven't, and I haven't, like, you know, I'm in these, like, Facebook groups and stuff like that, and I haven't brought up the thing. Mm-hmm. But it's about time that I need to, like, do something. I mean, yeah. I have to do something. I can't just, yeah. you know. Like I, yeah, no, he's a shipper. It's a substantial man. amount of money. It's not, and it's not a hard thing. It's not like I intimidated him or anything like that. Like I give him money, and and he's just supposed to put the shit in the mail, and, and yeah. it's not hard. You yeah, know, he's got to break his fucking legs, man. You know? Yeah, I mean that's how I feel, but. But you know, yeah, let's go and turn this off. Uh, we need to edit all this out. <laughs> you need to be checked, man. I got it. I, I understood it no. exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, we always talk about, you know, people not getting paid and, like, we're going to... I heard the story about this gaffer one time that, like, followed the guy and he was staying in a motel and he opened the door and he put a baseball bat in between the door jam and and, uh, and he took him to the ATM and printed out all the money he had or that he could print in one day. Yeah, it was a true story many years ago. So I've heard some stories. So I understand, I understand the frustration. <laughs> With all that, yeah. happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> oh, my I've, God, yeah. Oh, Thanksgiving, yes, I'm sorry. Yes, I've, I, bro, I've heard that. I've heard some weird stories about gaffers that, like, they're not getting paid, and then they just yeah. stood around the producer's car when he was trying to leave the set and stuff like that. He says, well, no, we're not leaving. We're yeah. not going anywhere until, like, we get paid because we were told that we're going to get paid. Yeah. I was like, Jesus Christ. And... 
Motherfucker had to get somebody. They said, no, no, you're not going to the bank. You got to grab somebody else to go get the money yeah. and then bring it back over here. And they just stood around the car, and the, the money came. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> money came, bro. And you hear those stories, and it's like, these motherfuckers. Yeah, it says, yeah, man. They're Crazy. felons, bro. You can't mess with their money, dude. <laughs> <laughs> There's some people who are like, uh, dude, there was one time that I heard that somebody, they, they, uh, they didn't know that it was like a net 30 because they were... Because it was a music video, so yeah. you get paid at the end of the day. Yeah. And when they found it, it's a net 30. So why is it a net 30? It's a music video. It's no, we're getting paid at the end of the day. I said, nah, 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 nah. Dude, nah, nah. nah. <laughs> that ain't happening. That ain't happening. Hold up, hold up. Let me go talk to somebody. Talk. It's one of those, like, let me go talk to somebody. And then three people come back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did he go talk to somebody Maybe else? Three, four, people, four people come <laughs> back. Like, yep. Holy shit. <laughs> holy shit. I'm just the PA, like... I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. I thought it was in that thirty. I don't know. I don't know. Oh man, man that shit was. It, it was sounds uh, like a bunch of wise guys shit to me, man. <laughs> oh, it is. Oh, it's, it's, it's full 100%. of wise guys. It shit, is, man. bro. It's a bunch of wise guys shit. But it's funny when it's you know it's not happening to me. I'm like, bro, if it was me, I'd give you your money. You know what I mean? Because I understand. I get it. You know. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, bills are due. But uh, the producer, you know. All right, let's from out of, we tried ending this like 45 minutes yeah, ago. Out of Atlanta. <laughs> um, yeah, Thanksgiving. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm thankful for hardworking individuals <laughs> that are willing to go 110% <laughs> yes. randomly. For that fucking money, dog. Yes. Yeah. yes. <laughs> very, very happy for yes. that. No, um, there's a, there's a, well, before, just just really quick, there, there no, was, and this is the thing, you know, like, um, the there's some, some oh. people, some people like are so proud of their craft. There was, um, there's a grip that I know who uh, was down and out, and he um, he worked on this porno. Mm. <laughs> um, so what happened was that the couch that they were doing the act in was kind of like, uh, you know, it's it kind of sliding back a little bit, and it was just so he volunteered to, like, go behind the couch and, like, no hold, hold the couch. <laughs> hold the couch. That was his job. Hold the couch from sliding back as the pumping was going on. And, and, you know, he really, and it, it brought me back to this guy, Matt, who I know, who was on the, he was on the, um, on, when they were shooting one of the, um, one of the, 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 what's that movie with the robot? Um, the, Johnny Five. No, not Johnny Five. No, like with, with, uh, uh, AI? Robert Williams? No, the, uh, no, the, the, the superhero movie. What's with it called? Robot? Uh, yeah. Um, uh, uh, you talking about, uh, Justice League? Yeah, Cyborg. one of those movies. Yeah, one of those movies that yeah. they, they had a they were shooting shooting a studio down here like down in Wynwood before it closed. The same one that they did like um, Charlie's Angels. And I remember he was like holding like a C stand from the wind in this one particular scene that is actually a print on the movie. Like if you look at that scene and if because there's a picture, if you zoom out, if you were able to zoom out, like he was there like right on the edge of the screen, and he was so proud of this moment as he was able to saw to save. But he was there just like this kid. Who was a grip? Who was holding the couch together from slipping back on this porno? Like he was so proud of that moment, you know. And that, we, was and I, that was me. That was me. me right that was there. me there. So I think that these are the people that we need to be thankful for. The people who <laughs> who see an opportunity and they go for it. But it's very minuscule. But if afraid. it wasn't for them, they weren't yeah. afraid. If it wasn't for not them, afraid. they they wouldn't. You know, they 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 True. just you know we would never have a movie. True. <laughs> I mean, they could have just got a better couch or probably went to another place. <laughs> but they're in it. They already committed. Real <laughs> they already committed. They already committed. They already committed. But I've seen uh, porn documentaries with, with the lady just said, well, why don't we just take this to the room? Like a little split second of it. And I'm like, oh, okay. But okay. <laughs> Bro, what are you playing in the background? There's a song that we intro. Yeah. Yes. That's... 
That's been our episode, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I've been Pat. This is Kev. This is Josh. And I'm Ralph. And we've been us and y'all been y'all. I hope everybody had a ball. Catch you next week. And happy Thanksgiving. Uh, I hope everybody eats a lot. Uh, I hope everybody take Black Friday off because, God damn it, there's no, <laughs> you don't need to be spending more money <laughs> yeah, than it already is. But Cyber Monday, go ahead. Do your thing online. Um, and that's it. I catch y'all. Peace. Peace.